with the first pick in the DA draft. Welcome to With the First Pick Podcast. Fellas, we are finally here. The NBA playoffs. And tonight, we will be previewing the Eastern Conference playoffs. How you all feeling? We're recording this on August 13th, Thursday night. We just watched the last of the important games. We just finished the Nets Blazers here. Fellas, the playoffs are here. Brackets are set. How you all feeling? Really glad. Playoffs are back. Karis LeVert should have drove to the hole, is all I'm saying. I don't know why he settled for a jumper, but hey, they're still in the playoffs, right? He has It's not like he's leaving the bubble. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> this was uh, probably the, the worst nightmare for us Laker fans, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad shot. You know, we got a good shot up. Like, he just missed it. If he made it, no one would be saying anything. They would just be saying, wow, unbelievable. I can't believe the Blazers <laughs> are out of it. Um, yeah, even, no, even, even before he shot it, I said bad shot. he got a good look he got a good look but easy to say that now but no exciting i mean if the games are as good as the bubble regular season we are in line for an amazing nba playoffs so i'm really excited one of the things that has been really cool i mean first of all good job to the nba in orchestrating the bubble it's worked so far it's been impressive and you know even today watching that blazers nets game i i forgot that it was even in a bubble like the basketball the intensity the drama it's just so good. Me and Taylor were watching it together, and we we're like, "Man, it just feels like it's a like a Final Four type game." We didn't even feel like the fans not being there, so it's just really, really good product on the court. And the NBA has done a good job, so I'm really excited for the playoffs. Yeah, players are locked in. I think a lot of players are playing a lot better than they normally would if there was like home court advantage and things like that. Today we got contributions from guys like Garrett Temple and TLC. I'm like, when have these guys ever really done these kind of things? But there's no fans, so like they're just free to play basketball and, and show their skills. So, Yeah. Well, let's see if uh, Jose picks the Nets over the Raptors here in our Eastern Conference playoffs. We'll see. <laughs> all right. So the way we are going to do this is we are going to go from the first seed all the way to the fourth seed, and we are going to talk about every series. Before the bubble started, we picked some competitors and competitive teams that we thought would do well in the bubble. So when we go through the bracket, whoever picked that team is going to give us a little bit about the team, things that they're looking forward to, things that they've seen from that team. And then all of us are going to give our predictions. We are going to pick the team that we think will win the series and in how many games. Does that sound good, fellas? Sounds great. Hey, great. So with the first seed, we have the Milwaukee Bucks. They will be playing the eighth seed, the Orlando Magic. The season series between these two teams went 4-0, and it was the Milwaukee Bucks winning each one of those games by nine points or more. This series starts on Tuesday, August 18th at 1.30 Eastern time, 10.30 Pacific time. Who had the Milwaukee Bucks? I believe that was you, Jose. Yeah, that was uh, what's your take on the Bucks and Orlando series? I mean, Magic have home court advantage, right? That's really all they got. I mean, <laughs> the Bucks' margin of victory was was at least 17 points for all these uh, their wins. Um, there is some concern though for Milwaukee as I as I watched them, even watching them today against Memphis. I mean, they were 52 and eight at one point in the season, and now they are 56 and 17. So they went four and nine in their last 13 games. The Orlando Magic is the perfect team for them to get things right. You know, they, they have no one to guard Giannis. 
probably going to be like Aaron Gordon. It would have been great to see Jonathan Isaac, if he was healthy, being able to get a shot at guarding him, but he's, he's not healthy. I mean, in three games versus Orlando, he posted averages of 26 points per game and 15 rebounds and seven assists. So it's pretty impressive. But I'm seeing just type some sluggishness on their end. It's important for them to get Eric Bledsoe back up and running since he got there late to the bubble, but they just don't seem as sharp as they normally would as far as the three-point shooting and their defense. Hopefully that will get fixed during this first round. Yeah, no, I think the Magic are a great matchup for the Bucks. I was thinking that the Magic might be better than the Nets because going into the bubble, the Nets had all those injuries. But after watching these eight games, it's without question a better matchup to play the Magic. The, the Nets actually look like they have life. They look like they've been really competitive in some of these games. They actually beat the Bucks in the regular season. But I think, I think the Bucks will be fine. I know today it might have been tough, but they didn't have Giannis because he was headbutting guys earlier in the week and losing is cool. But I think they'll be able to probably dispose of the Magic pretty quickly here. I think defensively they'll be able to hopefully bring that intensity back. They'll be able to turn it up a little bit because they're actually playing for something. They haven't, you know, they're not just coasting, hoping to stay healthy. And I think they'll, I think they'll be in good shape. So I think it'll be probably one of the easier series if you're looking on paper. And I think the Bucks will probably roll pretty easily. Taylor, if it was Harden who headbutted somebody, how many games do you think he would have <laughs> He would have been out for for a week or a month. Could you just imagine? Or could you imagine if someone headbutted Giannis? It's a pretty dangerous precedent. I mean, if guys are headbutting and you know you're only going to get one game, yeah. then, you know, that's The last that's game not being a, a meaningless game. <laughs> meaningless yeah. game in the bubble, yeah. Yeah, um, just hearing you all, Magic is uh, a team that's under 500. To your point, Taylor, I feel like when you think about teams that came into the bubble, even teams that had no shot in the Western Conference, I feel like you heard more noise about them than the Orlando Magic. Like even San Antonio, you know, the Pelicans. Man, I, I just feel like we didn't really hear a peep about the Magic. I don't feel like anyone really cares. And, and, and I think it's because they aren't a good team. But I think for Giannis coming back after his one-game suspension for the headbutt, him having the back-to-back MVP, which is most likely going to happen here. And after losing to the Raptors last year, after being 2-0, I think he's just going to come into the series really motivated, kind of trying to prove a point. They were 4-0 and this uh, season against the Magic, and Giannis missed one of those games, and they still won. And when he did play, he was averaging 26 points per game, almost 16 rebounds and 7 assists. Jose mentioned this earlier, but Aaron Gordon and really – Jonathan Isaac were the guys that could even guard him and challenge him. You know, one is out with a torn ACL. The other one is having issues with the hamstring. And so, you know, I don't know if they have enough power to stop Giannis at all here. So I think for me, unless the magic are sort of hitting threes, that's the only kind of shot that they have. The bucks kind of keep you out of the paint and they force teams to kind of beat them by making shots. And I just don't know if the magic have that in them. And, you know, Magic is 22nd in the league in three-pointers. So that just doesn't look like a good sign. Jose, like you, I'm interested to see what Bledsoe looks like. I know he is getting back into conditioning and sort of into the mix. And I think for me, I also want to see, you know, Middleton. I think he barely missed the 50-40-90 club today by like decimals. But I'm interested to see if he really takes it up a notch into the playoffs. Because I think, you know, when you see 
guys like uh, Brooke Lopez kind of step in to that number two spot and sometimes, you know, step into that natural number two and Middleton just kind of takes a step back. I, I, I really want to see Middleton kind of be more aggressive here. So I'm interested to see that. I think he'll do it. He's, he's been pretty, pretty good. Um, you said that Giannis missed one of the games and they still won. Giannis can miss all these games and they're still, they're still going to win <laughs> in the playoffs. And you said that uh, the Magic's only chance is if they have some type of three-point shooting. Their only chance is if they get Giannis to headbutt more people and Middleton <laughs> and Lopez to do the same thing. That's their only so, no, chance. So, so you're thinking no chance. Do you think they can even get a game on him? I don't think they're going to get a game. Not a game. So I, mean, you're, I, I feel like game one's already locked up because Gian, Giannis is coming back from a suspension. Like That's already guaranteed win. Is there anyone we're excited to, to watch on the Magic, though? Anyone where we're thinking, hey, I can't wait, you know, can't wait to see how they look in the playoffs? The only one, a little excitement is just, I just haven't seen that much of Markel Fultz just throughout the season. I haven't seen that much. I just hear all like, I just hear talk about him, of his improvement. So I'm excited to kind of just see what he can do um, now that he's, I think he's their primary point guard. We, and we don't think Vucevic can just go for like 30 or 40 one night and they just steal one. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> No, we Evan, just think no chance. Yeah, Evan Fournier was their leading scorer in the matchups that they have had against the Bucks, and I, I think Vucevic had like maybe one or two games where he's averaged like twenty five. But I don't think he's going to go for like forty <laughs> against this team. Well, Jose, we'll see if Terrence Ross drops fifty and proves you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go here with predictions, Jose. It sounds like you have the Bucks winning four zero. Is that correct? Yeah, it's a sweep for me. Okay, Taylor. I think with the home court, the Magic can maybe get one. I mean, they got the home court the whole playoffs, so I'm thinking Bucks and five. Ooh, Bucks and five. Jose has a sweep. I'm with you, Jose. <laughs> uh, I, I don't care if they're in Orlando. Yeah, I, the Magic, like I said, have looked terrible. They're probably one of the worst teams that have ever been in the playoff just by NBA kind of metrics. And so <laughs> I think it's a sweep. So I'm, I'm picking the Bucks here to sweep them 4-0. I've been picking really bad lately. All week, all my teams have been losing. So that's going to make you feel good that <laughs> I thought five. So the next matchup is one that we are really excited about. Uh, it's the Toronto Raptors, the number two seed, versus the number seven seed Brooklyn Nets. The series will start on Monday, August 17th at 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. Pacific time. During the series, the Raptors won three to one Taylor this is your team what are your thoughts on this matchup this might be like my only team (laughs) that has a chance so I'm really rooting for the Raptors here yeah I think it's a good matchup obviously we just got finished watching the Blazers Nets where defense was optional so I feel like for the Nets unfortunately they're going to be going up against a pretty good defensive team in the Raptors and I think you just have the history of what they did last year you got a lot of veterans Lowry Gasol Baca, obviously with Siakam being like, you know, sort of like the main guy in a sense with Lowry and then with Van Vliet. It's just just a solid squad. I think the to see what they're going to do throughout the playoffs, are we going to get that matchup with the Bucks where they look like the two best teams will be fun to see because it feels like they're in the top two. And then the next tier, there's a, a little bit of a drop-off there. But, yeah, I definitely am excited at the same time 
I feel like it's a really good matchup for the Raptors, just like the Magic are a really good matchup for the Bucks. And so I don't feel like the, these first two series are going to be very competitive. This is what I think. I don't know. What do you guys think? Second year in a row, the Raptors are second in the Eastern Conference. And in fact, they have a better record than last year. I think we all can say Kawhi is good, but I think in many ways we underestimated how good this team just is and their coaching is. They, they're solid. And even though they've battled injuries for them to come out of this season uh, with a better record, it says a lot about this team, that they are serious about, you know, competing and defending their title. And even throughout the season, you know, they won the series 3-1. For some of these games, they didn't have Siakam. They didn't have Gasol. They didn't have Powell. And the Raptors were blowing out the nets because someone else stepped in. I think one of those games, Van Bleet dropped 29 points and 11 assists for a double-double. There was one game that was closer, and Karis LeVert, I think, had to drop like 37 points just to keep them competitive. So I'm just not sure if Karis is going to do that over a series. The only net, the only win that the Nets were able to pick up was actually right before the All-Star weekend. They were the team that snapped the 15-game winning streak for the Toronto Raptors. And when they asked Lowry about it, he's like, you know, we were just like zombies out there. We didn't care. We were just ready for the break. <laughs> so even even that, right, like how much can you give um, that victory? So I, I think that this is also a, a team that obviously the Nets don't, don't have Kyrie and Durant which they had a Kyrie at least for some point, but they also don't have Spencer Dinwiddie. They don't have Torian Prince. They don't have Wilson Chandler. They don't have DeAndre Jordan. It's just, it's going to be no really Jamal tough. Crawford. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's just going to be really, really tough for yeah. the Nets to overcome this. Yeah. I, mean, I was impressed with Brooklyn today when I saw them, like offensively, they looked good. They played really hard. This is just not the team that fits against them, you know, like yeah. that, that matches up well against them. Like, like I said, the Brooklyn Nets play really hard. The Raptors, that's not an issue for them. They're, they're, the Raptors are all about outworking you. You're, you're never going to catch them off guard unless it's like the all-star break. Like, like you said, right, Danny, they're going to, it's going to be tough for guys like Karis LeVert to score against them. And like we saw today, the backup big man for Brooklyn was what Justin Anderson Right, and you're going up against Marcus Saul and Serge Ibaka. Those guys, if they get Jared Allen in any type of foul trouble, it's going to be really hard for them. I, I think I got some flack from uh, from you guys a little bit for drafting Fred VanVleet in my uh, Toronto Raptors draft uh, in our in our first pet podcast. But did come we, on, man, did we did we do that? I don't I think a little bit. That. Or, I mean, he, or he's picking all-time franchise players and yeah, <laughs> I think years. he's I, I think I think he's up there now, guys. He's he so might big. he might take his money next year, Jose. No, Danny did not me. Here. That was Danny. I thought it was and, a great pick. And I and uh, I show and one of my one of my friends, I showed him uh, the the matchups, and he said like, because I think when you guys drafted Damon Stoudemire, and he's like, oh, Damon Stoudemire would kill Fred VanVleet. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not so sure. You know, like I, I'm not so sure. Fred VanVleet's really, really Jose, good. Jose, look, our disappointment was just you forgot Tracy McGrady was on the Raptors, but you picked Fred VanVleet, so. <laughs> no, look, Jose, I think you're right, though. You know, Damon Stoudemire's not going to run circles around VanVleet. Yeah. He's one of those underrated Really, you know, really good defenders. Clutch guys, yeah. He's a big, he's a big time player. The fact that they're getting away with running two point guards as their one and two is like really impressive. You know, like they normally two guards will beat them with their size, but no, these guys just know what to do. I was impressed with Brooklyn, but they have good players, but lack of big man and lack of depth overall is going to be tough against Toronto because Toronto usually runs a seven man rotation with Norman Powell and Serge Ibaka as their bench guys. So these other guys like Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, Chris Boucher, and Terrence Davis, like 
they're going to get some run in this series because they're probably not, it might not get run in like later series, but these guys are good too. Yeah. When they did a face the Nets, it was mostly Van Vliet and Terrence Davis that were guarding LeVert during the season. But let's say for whatever reason LeVert goes off, like part of the strength of the Raptors is they have so many interchangeable players that can defend really well. So let's say Terrence Davis and Emily are terrible. You have Lauer, you have Siakam, you have Ananobi, you have Rondé Hollis Jefferson who can step yeah. in and like take their shot at LeVert. I think, gonna, I think it's going to, I think it's going to be so Ananobi there. starting at first, starting on him first. They're like the yeah. new Spurs. The Raptors are like the new Spurs of the NBA. They're just really talented. They play the right way. Maybe they don't have like an, like that superstar anymore now that Kawhi's gone. But maybe Siakam's like the new Kawhi now that Duncan and those guys are not as good. So maybe they'll win this year and they'll become the new Spurs. Great coach. Nurse is like the new Popovich. Who knows? And I'm, I'm interested to see also Siakam, the next step he takes here after Kawhi leaving. This is a good team for him to sort of start that next step with. There's no one. I think Torian Prince was guarding him. Usually when they play during the season, he's not here. So, you know, who's going to guard Siakam? Uh, another interesting fact, Raptors are the first team since 1973-74 to have five players average 15 points per game or more. Siakam is averaging 23 almost. Lowry's almost at 20. Uh, Van Vliet's at 17.6. Powell's at 16. Ibaka's at 15.4. And that's players who at least played a minimum of 70% of season games. So that's impressive. Uh, this team is going to bring it together as a team. And so... For all of us, I, I mean, I'm sure all of us are going to pick the Raptors here. So with that being said, Taylor, who's your pick for the series and, and how long do you think it goes? Yeah, so I need the Raptors. So I'm picking them with my heart, also with my head here. So I'm going to pick the Raptors in five. It's hard to sweep. I don't, I don't like to pick sweeps here. So we're going to do Raptors in five. I'll pick next. Uh, yeah, I think the Raptors are not messing around. <laughs> uh, the fact that they – pretty much swept them during the season with the exception being that all-star break game. Um, I think the Raptors want to make a statement right off the bat. I have the Raptors sweeping the first two series here are are sweeps for me. Yeah, Danny, before I watched the game, I had, I predicted four, one, I had it written down. Right. And then after watching Brooklyn play hard, which is not going to really be a factor against Raptors, their lack of defense, which is, and their lack of big men is what got me. And, uh, and these guys don't have to go, have to travel to the next, travel on the plane to the next, the next place to the other teams. Like they're just gonna be at the hotel, you know. So they're gonna, I, I believe they're gonna sweep them. This is a team that doesn't want to play around. They want to win as fast as possible, get as much rest. And I like the Brooklyn Nets. I, I, I kind of hoped that it would be a little bit more competitive, but I think it's gonna be a sweep. All right. So Jose and I have two sweeps in the first two uh, playoffs here, and Taylor has both of them going to five. Taylor we're, believes we're going to split one of those. There's no <laughs> way they both sweep. All right. We'll no see. Way. Taylor, kudos to you for believing yes. in the little man. <laughs> yes, Danny, we will see. You're right. We will find out if someone's right or wrong here. And by the way, I didn't say this at the front, but we are having a playoff pool. So make sure you pay attention to that. Uh, you can be us and Taylor here. So we'll get more details towards the end of the podcast, but just wanted to throw that in there because we're really excited about that. So the next series, we have an exciting one. I think this is where maybe some of us can start to differ here. The Celtics, the number three seed, versus the Philadelphia 76ers, the number six seed. 
And this will start on Monday the 17th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, 3.30 Pacific. The Sixers won the season series 3-1. to They won two at home and one in Boston. So these are both my teams here, fellas. I have a lot of mixed feelings. And I'm just going to throw things out there. I'm going to let you all kind of give me some feedback because I'm still sort of torn here. Okay. I guess my first question is this. Who's the best player on the court? I still think that's Embiid. I, I think that the Celtics do not have an answer to Embiid. The, the biggest asset last year that the Celtics had was Al Horford, who's now in a Sixers jersey. So, so my first sort of factor is, you know, can Jason Tatum become the best player on the court? And then my second question to that is, is I think both of the teams do have significant sort of depth on their roster. I think a big question for me is who, who's going to kind of be that second guy who's going to step in to, to help their team. For me, the lack of size at center is something that really worries me about the Boston Celtics. I'm also, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm keeping my eyes on Al Horford. I think he's going to be huge in this series in ways that I don't know. To me, I mean, if they would just, I'm thinking about them just staggering. Like if they were to stag Embiid and Al Horford, like would the, would the Celtics have an answer to that? That's part of where my mind's at. <laughs> but on the other side, it's just these, these Sixers, man, they've been so inconsistent. They haven't really found an identity. Obviously, you know, the big loss of Simmons is huge here. In many ways, that could have tilted, you know, kind of the favorite in the series uh, towards the Celtics. You're seeing guys like Gordon Hayward um, having, being more in rhythm and Marcus Smart. They're playing better. And so, I don't know, guys. I, I'm, I'm sort of torn right now. But I, I want to hear your, your take before I sort of make a decision here. So you don't know who you want, Danny? Not yet. You're still on the fence, okay? So yes. you're waiting for Jose and I to make a pick, so you can... No, I, I, don't make a pick. I will make a pick. How about this? I'll make a pick first. Let me hear your guys' analysis. Yeah, I'm a, I think the, the best player on the court is going to be Jalen Brown. I just feel like this Get is going to be... Cal out of here. Cal. Get <laughs> <Get your> Cal <laughs> right out of here. My gosh. <laughs> I just feel like in this series, he's going to elevate it to the next level. I know there were some concerns or like some questions on why he got all that money with the extension earlier in the year. I think that you're going to see why in terms of just his defensive intensity, what's he going to do scoring the basketball. And I think he's going to outshine Tatum in this series. And so I like what he's going to do. And then in terms of stopping Embiid, Embiid will find a way to stop himself, whether you're shooting too many threes, not getting up and down the court, taking bad shots, not being within rhythm. And I think here, when I'm thinking about this series, I'm thinking, Brad Stevens and Brett Brown and who do I want coaching my team and who has the identity set in stone and the Sixers aren't playing at home. And so those are some of the things that I'm thinking through Danny, but yeah, obviously Embiid is, is the all-star with Kemba. Those are the starters. So is it going to be those two or is it going to be someone else? I think Jalen Brown's going to, he's going to be the star of the, the series here. Jose, what do you think? When are, you, when are you going to start your roll on you golden bear fight song right now? <laughs> <laughs> when are you going to queue up the Van Taylor? Look, look, <laughs> we'll see, Danny. We're going to find out on Monday. We're going to see what happens at three thirty. All right, so Jose, what do you think? So obviously, like these, both of these teams, their strengths are actually the other team's kind of weaknesses at at, at times, especially with um, the front court of Philadelphia. You, you said that Embiid is likely the the best player. I tend to agree, but I don't know if it's because of the the theory of Embiid, like 
the thought of him being the best player, it just makes sense. But when I watch it on the court, it just doesn't seem to like happen. You know, like I don't necessarily know if he's that been that dominant this season. I don't know if that's due to injuries or the way that they've been playing, but there's no Ben Simmons here. Like we, I don't think we mentioned that yet, but it's going to be tough for Philly. They did win three, did three games in, in the regular season. My, my main concern is who's going to step up besides Embiid. And I think, I think that has to be Tobias Harris, right? And I think if he needs to provide that second scoring punch, he needs to probably average 25 points per game in this series. And I don't know if that's possible for him. And Al Horford's a big thing, like you said, Danny. But can Al Horford guard one of Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, or Gordon Hayward? Because those are the three guys that are he's likely going to guard in a starting lineup, right? Because if we're assuming yeah. – They have to guard their wings, yeah. Yeah. Or can Embiid guard one of these guys? I mean, or just – I don't think so either, right? So, like – but the thing that Embiid has going for him is that Daniel Tice, Enos Cantor, and likely Robert Williams might be the best defender on him – those are the guys that's going to be guarding him, and he's, he should have a field day against those guys. He can do some team defense. They can try to double yeah. him a little bit. Yeah, and I think I think also just percentages, just an amount, like if if the Celtics just run up, run the ball all the time, just as far as possession-wise goes, that possessions should pop, should likely favor the Celtics in this series. That's just my concern, just because the Sixers are going to want to just break, bring it more into a half-court half type, type of game. I think the Celtics are just going to try to run, run them, get as much possessions, get easy baskets. Both teams are good defensively, so I think it'll be what team can show up offensively. And I think the Celtics are probably more consistent in their identity, and they just have more players who can take over, whether it be Hayward or Brown or Tatum or Kemba. And even, you know, maybe they'll have a canner go on some crazy stretch where he's like eight for nine like he does every now and then. So I just feel like they have more scoring prowess, but – like the Sixers got great defenders. So, I mean, they can definitely match up with them, the Marcus Smarts, with, you know, with Tybal and Richardson. Who else they got, Danny? Horford. Glenn Robinson. Who are their defensive stars? Yeah. 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 Who do you guys think has the best, the better bench? I like the Celtics bench better. Yeah, they do have Marcus Smart coming off that bench too. They got, they got Smart, but they also got Hayward, and they got some other guys. Well, does Hayward start? Hayward doesn't start, does he? Hayward starts. <laughs> what, 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 I'm not even watching the, the recent Celtics games. What do they, so they roll out? They run up Kemba? It's Kemba, Jalen Brown, Hayward is considered a small forward, Tatum's considered a power forward, and uh, then they have Daniel Tice. Okay. That's a good yeah. one. You know, yeah, and, and – Embiid in two of the wins over the Celtics, I mean, he, he, the ones that he played, he was averaging 26.5 points per game, 13 rebounds, 4.5 assists, two blocks. So I think Jose, for me, it's at least what he did in those games against the Celtics. I think he gets up for those. I think both of these teams are deep. I, I just think that what makes it harder for the Sixers to pull this out, I think are two things. One, I, I don't trust, the 76ers coaching. I don't trust Brett Brown, you know, over Brad Stevens. And so I think that is kind of the the big factor for me. And I think the other thing is Brad Stevens just has to sort of game plan to stop Embiid. And that's pretty much it. Cause I just don't know if there's going to be someone, I don't know if there's going to be anyone else here with the 76ers that, that sort of steps up. I'm hoping, you know, Tobias Harris can and, and Horford can, but I don't know. I just think the 76ers have just been so confusing for me. I hesitate in taking them here. Who, who do you think has a better chance to beat the Raptors? The Celtics have a better chance. Yeah, I think so too. Look, they, if the 76ers uh, have a chance, 
they need to force feed Embiid early on, and they just need to set that tone. And Embiid has to kind of stop himself from wanting to shoot those, like, 20-footers or even uh, position himself near the three-point line. Just get to the post, get deep post position, and just have them force the issue on, on them, you know? And then once they start collapsing, then you can get your shooters to to come out, and hopefully um, you can spread the floor that way. But they have to know Embiid's going to be the primary guy we're going to go to, and hopefully he has the the stamina to like do it for 48 minutes in the seven game series. Yeah. That's what Draymond was saying, right? Every time MB just settles for a jump shot, he's doing the defensive service there. So he's going to make him right. He's going to yeah. make, but I mean, I think we all agree. Embiid he shows flashes where he can be the most dominant player in the NBA, probably not even just yeah. in the series on both sides I of think, the floor too. I think it would be nice to see him elevate. I think I'd like to see that whether or not the Celtics win or the Sixers win. I don't think we're heavily invested as big fans of either team. We probably don't like the Celtics at all, but I don't think we love the Sixers either. So I'm hoping Embiid shows up and makes it a great series. So I'll go first here. I have this series going seven games and it actually is a toss up for me, but I am as much as it hurts to to say this, taking the Celtics here in seven, but it's a toss up. Yeah. I'll, I'll take the Celtics in seven. I'll take the Celtics in six. I'm going to make it a clean sweep here and take the Celtics in six as well. I already told you, I think Jalen Brown's going to emerge as a star in this series. And I think that's all we're going to be talking about is, is Jalen Brown better than Jason Tatum? I think that's going to be a storyline going into the semifinals. Except we'll be too busy talking about Dame Lillard. <laughs> and his great games against the Lakers and the we'll loss. be talking about how Damian Lillard scored 40 points and they almost beat the Lakers and how he's the greatest <laughs> player in the NBA ever Taylor's been a little salty that uh, Dame has been getting all this recognition and yeah. uh, T- T- Taylor's getting think, nothing Taylor's thinking about uh, doing his own uh, diss, diss track on Dame Lillard <laughs> try, try to start a, a rap feud with Dame <laughs> no, I love Dame look he's a great player and look he's been really helped out by the officials in these last two games in the bubble so hopefully the Lakers fans don't get those officials because when it gets to the fourth quarter he gets a lot of calls he shouldn't be getting that's what I've been seeing recently <laughs> all right and the last game here in the Eastern Conference playoffs I'm really excited to watch this series the number four Miami Heat versus the number five Indiana Pacers. This series is um, scheduled to start on Tuesday, the 18th, 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern. What do you all think about this series? Danny, I think the Celtics Sixers could be just as exciting, if not more. But I'm with you on this one. The Jimmy Butler, TJ Warren, and the fact that these teams – Seem to play pretty well against good teams. It should be a really fun one. I'll let Jose start. He can tell us about the Pacers, why he thinks maybe they can win. And I forgot to mention this. The Heat sweeped season series. They won all three games against the Indiana Pacers this season. Dan, we got a game tomorrow. So we, you know, we're recording before. (laughs) It might be three, one. It might be four. Yeah. Who knows? They might. And I told you on the podcast last, you know, earlier in the week, I thought the Pacers were going to win tomorrow after the Heat would win on Monday. I think that's the only prediction I got right. So So I know that the Pacers are my team in this, but if I had the Heat available for me to draft, I would have definitely drafted the Heat first because, and you did, Taylor. I think this is a bad matchup for the Pacers. Even though it's a 4-5 matchup, Miami's overall depth is really impressive. 
you know, just I think they go like nine or ten deep if they wanted to, and they're going to shorten it a little bit. And like a guy like Kendrick Nunn might be out of the rotation just because like these other guys have been playing better. You can throw out look at these wings that they can throw out: Jimmy Butler, Iguodala, Derek Jones Jr., Jay Crowder, and then you have your backcourt of like Dragic, Tyler Hero, Nunn, and Taylor's favorite shooter, best shooter in the world, Duncan Robinson. And we're not even talking about... Derek I was Butler. worried you were not going to mention him, Jose. I was about no, I, to call you out. <laughs> Don't save him for last. You were getting me all I, on I edge here. him for last for you, you know? Yeah. And then pretty much Miami's best player in, in Bam Adebayo, you know? So that's where I think the depth is going to be really difficult for the Indiana to figure out. Besides the starting five of Indiana, they're really missing some pieces. I know they're missing some bonus and they don't have Jeremy Lamb. So they're relying more on the Holiday brothers and and Doug McDermott. But they can do it. They're, they're starting five is talented. I mean, with the emergence of TJ Warren, uh, I hope he's healthy. He's dealing with some plantar fasciitis. That's the same thing that Sabonis was de- is dealing with. But uh, I heard that TJ Warren's is not that serious. But they were, saying, they were saying yesterday on the Rockets podcast that the plantar fasciitis is contagious. On the, for the <laughs> so it's, they're, make, they're making some jokes on that. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully he's healthy. Hey, I'm, I'm dealing with that right now too, actually. So plantar fasciitis. Me too. I just got it. It's, all good. Yeah. it's contagious, you know. <laughs> um, I'm really impressed with Malcolm Brogdon. I still think Milwaukee, if they could have found a way to – Resign him, they, they should have, and probably invested in him over a guy like Eric Bledsoe. But I'm, I'm impressed by him. I'm not impressed by Victor Oladipo, and I'm, I'm, that's kind of concerning for me. It's He's very inconsistent, taking bad shots. There's a lot of iso ball, not really getting to the lane, just taking off-dribble fadeaways that sometimes may go in, but just not a good shot. The Miami's depth of wings, they're really going to frustrate him. So hopefully they can attack the Miami in some other ways. I haven't mentioned Miles Turner, and he's their defensive leader in the front court, but he's not really an offensive threat. So Miami should be able to take care of this. You know, obviously the Sabonis injury was huge. The the Heat won these games even when Sabonis was there. They got Oladipo back, but Oladipo doesn't look that good. He just doesn't seem to kind of be back in, in rhythm and conditioning. And so, you know, TJ Warren is really, you know, carrying a lot of the load for the team, and he's dealing with an injury while on the other end you have such a deep team you know we talked about this when we did our, our picks for the bubble but how this Miami Heat just has so many scores a lot of them are averaging double digits in terms of scoring one of the things that also really impressed me Jimmy Butler stepping up and having his teammates back I thought that was really impressive Chris Paul you know throwing the ball at Duncan Robinson I'm sure that offended Taylor a lot and <laughs> and then just to have Jimmy Butler come back at him and give him that hard kind of charge, I think that they're you know and even the post game and interview he could have like filtered it in any way. He's like, dude, if you mess with my guy, I'm gonna come back right back at you. I think that that type of stuff. I know it's like stupid, but that type of stuff can really um, encourage a team. You know that that kind of teamwork, that kind of having each other's back. Uh, when you look at some of the stats, when Butler guards T.J. Warren like he did on Monday. I mean, he only held him to like 12 points, 5 of 14 shooting. So I think Jimmy Butler's going to take that matchup really seriously. So without kind of having, you know, he's not a secret anymore. TJ Warren's not a secret. So now with, with them being able to plan for him, I just don't see Indiana sort of overcoming another player sort of stepping up to, you know, beat this really well-coached, really deep Miami Heat. The, the Miami Heat do really well against teams with good records. I think they're in the top five 
I'd have to look it up, but I think they're in the top five in the regular season. So they, they show up against good teams. And I think we both agree, or all of us agree, that just that talent is just healthier. They're they're more in tune, more in sync together. And they just throw probably more than the Pacers will be able to handle, especially if Sabonis is not healthy and not playing. And Oladipo isn't himself. But, you know, Oladipo might turn it up. He might be able to to show out a little bit. And then obviously there'll be some shooters. Now, who do we think is a better shooter, Doug McDermott or Duncan Robinson? <laughs> is that a question? Is that... <laughs> yeah, I'm curious if you guys think Doug McDermott's a better shooter. I, I, no. I don't even Duncan think Doug, McDermott, Doug McDermott's that like elite of a shooter. Oh, well, he's definitely elite. I mean, I, he's an I elite shooter. Well, maybe you're the only one. because we, I think to us, Duncan Robinson's the obvious answer, at least to both of us. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, to me too. I, I was just trying to test you guys. <laughs> when you say elite, I feel like I narrowed that down to like 10 people. You know, I'm not like going to say like. Doug like, McDermott's one of those guys you do not want to leave open, period. I, I, you don't leave them that. open. going to knock it down. There's no, I mean, do the Lakers have one player on their team where you can't leave them open or they're going to knock it down? I don't think the Lakers have elite shooters. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If they got Doug McDermott, they would have That's not even a fair. That's not a fair comparison. Taylor. Yeah, you got to do it with another team. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone but the Lakers. <laughs> That's the one that we say, don't have. Matt Bullard was saying yesterday that they did a three-point contest with him and McDermott, and Bullard said he hit 18 in a row, and he lost because McDermott hit 19 in a row. So wow. he's an elite shooter. And at Creighton, he was fun. When you got it, when he was open – I think he was playing with his dad and stuff. He, he had some great runs there. He's a great scorer. I think he still has it in him. I just don't know <laughs> if he's as good as what we thought maybe he could have been, like with Steph or some of the other great shooters in college. Like, well, when we say elite sh- elite shooting, are we just talking about like standstill? Like, I think when you talk about elite shooting, like they have to also. I think a skill in there is not just shooting, but having the ability to like get open. He's, Look, he's no he, Taylor. He's no Dame Lillard. Come on. <laughs> Look, you got guys like Anthony Morrow. Who are some other three-point shooters? Like, don't leave them open. Troy Daniels, right? You, those guys are just killers if you leave them open. McDermott's an elite shooter. I hey, promise you. I we, promise we, you. We, we have... used to have him on the Lakers. <laughs> I was like, really? Was he? <laughs> he had some big shots. He, he every, made a game. Whenever they a, come to the Lakers, it's over. He was with the Rockets too. He had a game winner in the playoffs. I think against the Blazers. Is um, Danny Green an elite shooter? He's not as good as McDermott. No way. <laughs> All right, Taylor. He'll have a game of twenty points. Mark my words. He'll have a game of twenty points, and you'll be like, "Oh, he is a pretty good shooter. Not too bad." Uh, this is the most I ever want to talk about Doug McDermott on this okay. podcast. Period. <laughs> uh, you want me to pick? You want? Yeah. You who who are you picking, Taylor? Here. I got the Heat in six. Heat in six. Okay. Jose, who do you have here? Unfortunately, my team is going to lose. I have my team losing. Heat in six as well. I think the Heat are that much better, um, and therefore I'm going to take the Heat in five. They this might get good, one, but I'm taking the Heat in five. This would be good for me. If I can get the Heat and the Raptors to win and get both get into semifinals, I think that's my only path to trying to beat you in this team's competition to pick the winner. So I'm definitely rooting for both these guys. So uh, that is our Eastern Conference preview and our picks. Now – you know, again, we said we, we are, we're going to have this NBA pool, so we would love for y'all to join us on that. Uh, you can find more information on our Instagram. Uh, essentially, it's, it's pretty much like any pool you've done for March Madness. You, you pick your winner, you pick in how many games, similarly to what we did here, and then you'll get points as you go along. I think you get extra points if you pick an underdog, um, if your team continues on, and if you get the series uh, number right. 
So we'd love for you all to join that. What you're going to do is just send us an email, send us a direct message, a DM there on Instagram, and we will send you a link. So just make sure you join that uh, before Monday when the series start. Now, our podcast, you know, one of the things we do here, uh, it wouldn't be a complete podcast if we didn't draft something. We want to make sure we draft something on every podcast. That's, that's sort of our gimmick here. And, you know, with, with the NBA playoffs kind of coming and us being focused on that, every once in a while, we want to just do a fun podcast. It kind of gets you all to know us a little better, uh, gives us something to, you know, do a little bit of research on, but not too much because we're watching all this basketball and looking at these teams and following them. So today, what we decided to do is we are going to do a fast food draft. Fast food draft. Now, what does that mean? (laughs) When we started this conversation, we're like, what do we mean by fast food? And really, you know, people, when they think about fast food, they think about burger chains, they think about drive-through. But uh, we took this definition from multiple websites. And what we mean by fast food is it applies to any food and drink that could be purchased and served quickly and the recipes and orders and menus are limited and can be made and sold in bulk at a relatively fast pace. So this is a restaurant who's going to have the same things on the menu for the most part, has all those ingredients in bulk, makes those things in bulk. You can have it easy and accessible. And so that means that places like Subway, places like Chipotle, places like Panera Bread, places like Starbucks all count here. So when we're talking about fast food, it's maybe a little bit bigger than your typical picture that you might get when you think about fast food. I think another caveat that I want to put here is we are all from California. Uh, We are all coming from California. Me and Jose are from Southern California. Taylor is in the Bay Area. So that means that we may- from Southern California, Danny. Come on. (laughs) He's from Southern California. He's living in the Bay Area. And so, sorry about that. Um, (laughs) That was offensive, to be honest. But continue. <laughs> really? After all that UC Berkeley, Cal, love that starts Jalen Brown. <laughs> now you want to diss the Bay Area. Um, but so. The Bay Area uh, does have some good fast food though. So. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, it's no bias. I don't have bias here. I'm just telling you, Jalen Brown is going to be absolutely fantastic. I don't even know where he went to college. So, I guess he yeah, went you to Cal. Do. <laughs> he went to Cal. I guess yeah, good for him. Uh, he's he's really school. good though. That's Jason Tatum's team. <laughs> all right. So. The reason I say that is there might be some places that are, you know, here in California that other states might not have. So, for example, we have like Carl's Jr., uh, which at a, in other states might be Hardee's, or we might have a place like Jack in the Box, which other states don't have, um, or In-N-Out. So we we want you all to know that we are drafting from, you know, that framework. So if you all are like, you guys didn't mention Zaxby's, it's because we don't live in that area or we don't have any Zaxby's or Culver's here. So, yeah. and if you're our listeners out of the country, like in Iceland, you know, I don't know if any of these places are, are in Iceland, but <laughs> if you ever come down here to, to California, these are the places to go to. Yeah. Or if you all think our ideas are terrible and we pick something really high, if you think that there are other places, like I'm sure we'll get some Whataburger comments. Tell us, tell us how we're wrong. Tell us the best thing to get at Whataburger and we'll try it when we can. 
So <laughs> hold that's, on, if, well, hold on, I just want to say something. If you're coming from Iceland, you should not be going to any of the restaurants that we're about to talk about. <laughs> you should actually eat something that's a little bit better. Or I mean, they they they, they might they they look Taylor. They, they should try to. Re- they're not coming yeah, out to get. Like, Taylor, not you can't have an authentic American experience without fast food. Come on, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> all right, touche. <laughs> all right. So without further ado, we had to put that all at the front end. Uh, just so we, you know, we, we give uh, just a lot of context into where we're coming from here. Now, Jose will have the first pick. I will have the second. Taylor will have the third. And then we're doing snake order. So Taylor will have the fourth. I will have the fifth. Jose will have the sixth and seventh and so on and so forth. I'm really excited for this, fellas. Um, I'm interested to see what kind of approach we take here. You know, are we going to go with more variety? Or are we just going to kind of stick to the classics? What's going to happen? So, Jose, get us started here. Without further ado, Jose, with the first pick, who you got? So before I jab, I just want to say a few things. I try to like think through this more meticulously on like some type of like grading scale, but I I was really busy at work today, so I couldn't do it. But I tried, okay, so the categories that I have are like taste, right? Taste, quality, quality as in like, are the products good? Are Are the ratings good for like health and things like that? price like is it expensive is it affordable accessibility are there a lot of these franchises around me are there always long lines so some of those things factor in for me are they open late because sometimes you know you like get those late night munchies um and some of these places i just go for one specific thing and that's really good so i'm trying to think about best overall individual product and a lot of these a lot of the things that i chose are kind of based on nostalgia right like did I grow up eating this or like my mom would take me to this place, you know, that kind of stuff. Jose, first that, of all, I just want to say how impressed I am. I feel like you've done more research for this than any other. Yeah. Have, <laughs> you have, it's, a, it's, you have an entire rubric to rank. It's, it's an important, it's important topic. You know? And the last thing is, uh, was marketing, you know, like the yeah. commercials, you know, they're good, like advertising. And the second thing I want to say is that I haven't eaten dinner yet, guys. So your choices today <laughs> might be influencing me to go out after this and get something. So, um, yeah. Oh, man, this is tough. See, I, I think I'm going to go with my first pick. I'm going to go with In-N-Out as my first pick. It's something that I crave. I love burgers. I don't think they have the best fries, but if you do the animal-style fries – they're bomb. They have milkshakes that you can get. I usually get, if I don't get a milkshake, I usually get a lemon up, which is a, their pink lemonade with some seven up. And it's affordable. It's what I like about it too. They raise prices up a little bit, but there's other burger places that are comparable, but they're just not as affordable as in and out So they're going to be my first pick. In the accessibility category there are a lot of them but there are long lines in in and out though so that's the that's the thing that i had to consider but they're still my number one pick yeah you're looking at the their weaknesses are obviously you know if you try to go at lunch sometimes you're in line for a really long time if you try to go through the drive-thru and their fries are subpar comparable to other fast food but absolutely when you're getting a burger at that type of price cheeseburger hamburger double double you know triple double right you're you're getting a classic it's absolutely first pick worthy. And, you know, I like it. It's a good pick. I don't think yeah. any, is that what you wanted? What were you thinking with the first pick down? Like, yeah, I, I would have gone with that. One of the things I love about In-N-Out is, is the menu is so simple for, for some of you who have not know In-N-Out. It's like three combos <laughs> and it's just the burgers. So it's not really like complex at all. 
I think one of the things that I really appreciate about In-N-Out is everything is fresh. When you look at an In-N-Out, there's no microwaves. There's no heat lamps. There's no like freezer. Like vegetables are hand selected. They're always like really crisp and fresh. Yeah, I agree with everyone here. The, the fries are subpar. Uh, we either get them animal style or well done. So me and my wife like that and they taste a lot better. But they're really generous when you put those grilled onion on anything. It's just really, really good. Also, one of the things that I love is I love their Diet Coke there. There are two places for me to <laughs> serve a Diet Coke that's above everything else. <laughs> in and out is one of them. Like their Diet Coke just tastes What's so much other? different. Danny, you the other one the is other. McDonald's. So we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Danny, this, this, is, this is interesting for me. Why do you say this though? Like, I'm trying to, no, it's true. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I, well, I, I want to know why though. No, they don't freeze it. That's it, why. It doesn't, it doesn't, it, it just tastes better. It doesn't taste watered down. It doesn't taste like it has too much, like too much CO2 in it. When you have the Diet Cokes <laughs> at In-N-Out or McDonald's, they just taste better than any other place. Like I kid you not, like if I go there, every time I go to In-N-Out, I get an extra large Diet Coke, not even a large, an extra large Diet Coke. And I've gone to McDonald's just for their Diet Coke. Like that's how, that's how yeah. good these two Diet Cokes are. Danny, you gotta stop drinking Diet Coke. And <laughs> just, just not stop drinking that stuff. My favorite in-out story is the lady in front of me asking for a chicken sandwich, and they're like, "Man, we don't sell." <laughs> like we sell hamburgers. That's it. Maybe we'll do a grilled cheese for you. We'll just throw some cheese on the buns, but we don't really do anything else. <laughs> Look, I don't care, Taylor. I'm gonna stick with the diet coke, but at least in those two places, it's so good. Okay. So with my first pick, speaking of chicken, I am going to have to go with the place that American Consumer Satisfaction Survey has given this place the top fast food uh, ranking five years in a row, and that is Chick-fil-A. When they talk about accuracy, food quality, variety, cleanliness, and really the most important part, just customer service, I think Chick-fil-A is up there for me. I think people cannot like it for whatever different reasons, but I think the thing that people cannot deny or say enough about Chick-fil-A is the outstanding customer service and them saying my pleasure. I've gone to a Chick-fil-A once. They took like my friend's two-year-old like free chicken chicken sandwich coupon because they're so nice. Chick-fil-A, when you go there, it just, people wait, feel wait, like... Hold on. They took the coupon? Like they said, yeah, it wasn't a coupon for Chick-fil-A? Like what? No, it was a two-year-old Chick-fil-A coupon. Oh, two-year-old. I thought it was like, like a two-year-old. No, it was a coupon that was two years old. And my friend that doesn't have shame, this is PJ, by the way, that I'm talking about, uh, presented it to them and then they took it. They were willing to take it. And I was like, man, yeah. But people at Chick-fil-A don't act like they hate their job. <laughs> they actually look like they enjoy their job. I also think the breakfast there is super underrated. The chicken is good and simple, not too much. I also am a really big fan of their frosted coffee and their ice cream cones. And I can't say enough about the sauces. Like the sauces are money. My favorite are the Chick-fil-A sauce and the Polynesian. Those are, those are really good. And the honey roasted sauce, which you have to ask for. But I think Chick-fil-A is good. Uh, I can probably eat most of like their menu. It's, it's always going to be like solid. Um, they have pretty good fries. Their waffle fries are legit. So I'm taking Chick-fil-A with my first pick. So good pick, Danny. Good pick. They were probably, they, they, they were a consideration for my top pick. A con against them. They're not open Sundays, you know, which a lot of times 
For some reason, I find myself craving Chick-fil-A on Sundays, but their, their chicken sandwiches are really good. Like you said, I love their frosted coffee. Like you said, those sauces are amazing. But one of my favorite sauces there, actually, I love their ranch. If you ever had their buttermilk mm. ranch, there's, there's <laughs> with Danny, with Diet Coke, there's like three See? places. There, with th- there's like three places that I really like their ranch, you know. <laughs> Taylor's looking at us like we're crazy, talking about Diet Coke and different ranches. It's a true so, thing, The Taylor. ketchup is so good there, guys. No, oh, no, ketchup's good everywhere. That's different. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor, there is a difference, though, man. You have to try. Like, their ranch is really good. What's your top three ranches? Go ahead. I don't know in the order, but Chick-fil-A, Jack in the Box, and Wingstop's Ranch. All right, all right. Danny, they were my first pick. They would have been my first pick. Chick-fil-A? Yeah, yeah Chick-fil-A was my first pick. But I like In-N-Out, too. I think those were the, the top, top two I had in my mind. The Sunday okay. thing, Jose brought it up. I think he's spot on. Only being open six days a week is a big is a big minus, especially because, you know, sometimes we eat out more on the weekends, right? That's the yeah. sort of time we're out. We're doing more things. But, yeah, you know, That's... they have the – I also don't love their shakes. I, is that just me? Like, I don't love their shakes. Now, they have really good, like, their waffle fries – maybe the best fry out of all the fast food chicken sandwich is unbelievable i just don't know about the shakes and that's i always think they should be good because they got some good commercials but am i wrong like you guys i I actually haven't tried their shake i I tried the ice cream but not the shake you know who shake i do hate in and outs it's so hard to like actually kind of like in and outs -Outs. it's not even a shake it's just like ice cream it's so hard to suck out of the straw but i get you with uh (laughs) i get you with chick-fil-a though down in and out uh, shakes fine because like i love an Oreo shake, you know, and they offer that at Chick-fil-A and it's, I don't think it's, it was as good as Jack in the Boxes or like if you get one at Cold Stone or these kind of places, but, but I'll, one thing to say about Chick-fil-A, I feel like that's one of the fast food places that I seem to have always gotten a lot of free food at, whether I had friends who used to work at Chick-fil-A and they would just get me free food and Chick-fil-A also has a really good app where if you just keep ordering with the app, you get free stuff eventually and shout out to Danny over here. Danny at one point, bought like chick-fil-a for like a year these things so all of you remember that daddy you can share it but like you used to give us chick-fil-a for free all the time okay so let me tell a story so i was at usc as a student and the usc chick-fil-a opened up and if you were one of the first i think like 10 people in line you got free chick-fil-a for a whole year so it was 365 um, meals number ones on a chick-fil-a card and so this guy was like, hey, guys, like, I don't want this Chick-fil-A card. I still have like 300 meals on it. And he was selling it for like, like 150 bucks. <laughs> and so I like jumped on it. I bought it immediately, dude. And I like was treating people out to Chick-fil-A all the time. Whenever I hung out with people, I would take them to Chick-fil-A. And people like, I remember my wife, she was my girlfriend at the time. She was like, so upset with me. Like you spent $150 on Chick-fil-A. And then after like, we would take all these people out. I was like, it's the best investment I've ever made in my life. So <laughs> I have no regrets. You just get the 365 and you have the, the only catch was you had a year to use them on Taylor. And I got it with maybe like three and a half months left in the year. That's why he was selling it. Used and, it all, right? and we, <laughs> yeah, I used it all. <laughs> so don't ever say no. Don't ever say that's impossible. So, congratulations on that. <laughs> All right, I'll go with my picks here. So, obviously, the third pick, you know, first I was like really bummed because, like, oh, I'm not going to get in now, Chick fil A, one of these. But I'm getting McDonald's with my first pick and I'm getting the classic. McDonald's has great breakfast, great lunch, they got great coffee, 
They have great drinks. They got great shakes. They just got a great versatility. You know you're going to get an amazing French fry. You can get a McMuffin, an iced coffee. You name it, right? And so I know the burgers might not be in the top five, top ten. They're definitely passable. And so I'm getting a classic fast food. It's going to be more affordable than Chick-fil-A, more affordable than In-N-Out. And so give me McDonald's, and I'm really excited to get them with my first pick. The chicken nuggets at McDonald's have nostalgic meaning for me. Just remember getting it as a kid, even when I was like sick, my mom would just get me chicken McNuggets and 7-Up or Sprite. <laughs> That's just the thing we did. I don't know if you've listened to Malcolm Gladwell's podcast on how McDonald's broke his heart. So he talks about how McDonald's changed the fry recipe. I think it's like episode nine of the second season and how McDonald's fries used to be better. I think they're good now, but the fact that they used to be better is, is really crazy. Oh no. Um, yeah. They changed He's, the recipe. Th- those it's are a still really my, good episode. You should those listen are, to Those it. are still my favorite fries, but I didn't know they changed the they, recipe. They could be better, Jose. <laughs> like, listen, to, listen to that podcast. It's crazy. He actually goes to a lab and redoes the old recipe. And then they taste them and they do like a taste thing. And yeah, they change their, their fries to be subpar. So it's a whole podcast on that. It's really good. I didn't even talk about the Happy Meals. I mean, not all these fast food places are great for kids. You know, In-N-Out is not great for kids. Chick-fil-A yeah. is. But yeah. they got a Happy Meal. What's more nostalgic than getting a Happy Meal as a kid? So I, yeah, can't, believe, I can't believe it. Did you guys even think about taking McDonald's with the first pick? Or no. They're no. not even on my board, bro. No, on your board? They should be on your board. I don't know about that. Is it? <laughs> well, I just figured so one of you guys are going to draft them. It's just... Oh, okay. Okay, that's fair. Okay. That's fair. And I, I just... You, for, yeah. Well, for me, like... I mean, <laughs> it's McDonald's. For one, I'm not a big McDonald's breakfast fan. Like, there's, I feel like there's so much more places that have be- are better on breakfast. I'm not a fan of the McMuffin. Who's better the, at breakfast? Who's better at breakfast for a fast food chain? Chick-fil-A is pretty good at breakfast. Chick-fil-A is good. I think Jack in the Box is better at breakfast. Better? (laughs) Better? Yes. Yes. Quality-wise, yes. Quality-wise. Now now I've lost my mind. No, no. no, We we should do a taste test. (laughs) (laughs) Here's one thing. I talked about the app for Chick-fil-A. The the McDonald's app, that's a game changer, too, because they're giving away stuff real cheap and still do. Like They have, like, daily coupons, like, all right, Dodgers like how, one. Like, Taylor, do you have the McDonald's app? No, I don't. Yeah, I like how, how uh, Jose didn't even have McDonald's on his list, and he's over here talking about the futures. Of the hey, hey, hey. I don't have the app yet. I get it. <laughs> but I might check it out now after you're talking Dude, about it. Like Dodgers win. They're like, oh, yeah, free, free, free large French fries. I'm like, all right. You know, just that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. so they're good in the apps. They're cheap. I get it. You they're don't like f- the McMuffin? You don't think the McMuffin's good? I don't. Good? I, I, I actually the, don't like the big muffin either. I like yeah. other things there, but not the, the, the muffin. The breakfast that I like is their hash brown yeah. and, mm. pro, pro, and probably a McGriddle. But McGriddle's like, okay, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. But I think other breakfast is better. But okay, here's what I do like about McDonald's. I used to always get their double cheeseburger and I would add mac sauce to it, all these things like that. I think their chicken sandwich is pretty good. Their fish fillet is good, especially on those Fridays, you know, during Lent season. You know, <laughs> I didn't really practice that but i i practice going to mcdonald's on fridays for, for the shamrock shakes in March, you know the class i didn't really the did, they, did they just bring shakes back because i just knew them for mcflurries and their sundays is that a new thing their shakes i think they've always had them every now and then look they just so many classic items i'm just kidding there's just so many things i'm not like impressed with their iced coffee though guys yeah me too i i do like their mcflurry i think their mcflurry oreo with extra oreos is money I mean, I know the, what you said, Taylor, the burgers are subpar. 
but you know the, the classic like the big mac you can't go wrong everyone knows what a big mac is yeah and again like i said top top notch diet coke top notch diet coke there with uh, <laughs> within and out they have okay ranch over there at mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> their barbecue sauce is probably the best though it's money i like their barbecue sauce I, I I will lose my mind if I ever get chicken nuggets and not have barbecue sauce. That's happened to me like twice in my life. I, I just about, can't do it. I what can't about eat the them. sweet and sour. You don't like? Do you like the? Sweet I like sweet and sour. sour. I mix That's barbecue good. and sweet and sour. Sweet and sour okay. is bomb. Yeah. All right. Well. All right, guys. I I thought McDonald's was like. No, I got lucky here, but maybe not. Now, <laughs> with my next pick, this one I was I've been all over the place. I'm interested to see where you go here. Yeah. But I'm going with. We talked about this. If I pick Taco Bell, do I get KFC and Pizza Hut all together? I told them no. Like you can't, you can't, that's overpowered. You can't do I've been all. to drive-thrus where you could order like you know, get like three soft tacos and a pizza. Um, but I'm going to go with Chipotle with my next pick. Uh, I just feel like from a quality standpoint, you know, I think are they owned by McDonald's? Aren't they like the same like family there? I think they're similar. Like three places own all of these or something. I don't know. It is definitely the, the place I'm most scared to go to with coronavirus because i feel like if i was going to get coronavirus from a fast food place it would be chipotle just because that's where everyone gets sick right <laughs> with all things but they just have really good you know you got burritos you get a salad bowl you get a rice bowl it's pretty simple you know they have really good i like the beef when they do the was it the carne asada i love when they do that every now and then it tastes good um everyone else likes some of the other stuff but i just like it it's good quality it's good food you know, when they throw the guac on there, I think their guac's maybe better there than maybe any other place I go to. I feel like it tastes really good. And even though it's expensive when you get it, they give you a lot. So it's worth it. I'm going with Chipotle. I think I need some quality after I'm with McDonald's with the first pick. I think my weakness here is that I just might get salmonella poisoning <laughs> a lot. So that would be there. And yeah, and I can also get alcohol and get some beer if I want. I don't know if all the fast food places have that. So I'm going with Chipotle. It's my it's my second pick. Yeah, I like the pick. I mean, my, Chipotle is a go-to for my wife, my wife and I. So whenever, like, if we disagree on foods, if she says Chipotle, I can agree with her on Chipotle, you know? So, like, we can, we usually get, we've gotten it probably several times during the pandemic. Their queso is kind of underrated. You know, we get the chips and queso. Yeah. Burrito bowl with some steak and uh, carnitas. That's my go-to with the, with the tortilla on the side, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I was a pioneer when they were doing, I, I would ask for a quesarito. So I would ask them to make a quesadilla, open it, and then do the burrito. It was so good. And then they started charging like $4 because they would like burn themselves. I know. <laughs> so I feel like more people were asking <laughs> for it. But I feel like I was one of the original pioneers. I was doing that when it, it wasn't. Uh, they were charging like $4 to do that. But yeah, I think it's it's solid. I, I like the pick. I feel like when you when you go to Chipotle, you, you know what you're getting. The, the food is fresh. Uh, for the most part, it tastes good. So, you know, obviously, I don't know if it would have been this high for me, but I think we're, you're, it's close. I think it's a fair, it's a fair pick. So. Should I have taken Taco Bell? Like, I feel like I have more nostalgia to Taco Bell, but do you feel like, would you guys have ranked Taco Bell higher than Chipotle? That was the one thing I didn't know. Like when we, I was We can't tell it. you what we would have taken. Cause I feel like I'm, I have some, some secret ones I okay. want to take off the board right, for we'll you wait. guys. We'll wait. Yeah. Danny, who's, Danny, why don't you just tell us who your next pick is? All right, fellas. When I thought about this, it's like, what is going to be my approach? And so I think I want to go with more variety and I want to take places early on from you all because I want the name cache. After all this is done, if they pick mine, they have the variety of things. You know, Pringles has uh, the once you pop, you can't stop motto. I think this is true for this specific place because if I'm not careful, I can eat like two or three of those real quick. I'm going to take Krispy Kreme with my pick. 
I'm taking Krispy Kreme. Great pick, Danny. Krispy Kreme. Love the pick. <laughs> I, yeah, me and my – we love Krispy Kreme. We don't have it often, but today we went to the hospital for my wife's checkup. We saw that, that red and green sign, warm donuts here. They're warm and hot. Come get them. And we got some and man, they just melt in your mouth and you can, <laughs> you can down like two or three of them, like in five minutes if you're not careful. So man, they're just dangerous. But the other plus that I really love about them is they have a coffee bean in the Krispy Kreme. So you can just order like legit solid coffee, which is a big plus for me. I wanted to jump in here and I wanted to steal. So Krispy Danny's Kreme. not taking coffee bean later on, right? So yeah. no, is it I mean, Kreme, is it Krispy Kreme saying, and coffee bean? And coffee beans I'm on my saying. list, but that, is, <laughs> is he taking coffee bean from me? No, I'm taking. You <laughs> can Krispy take coffee Kreme, bean. Krispy Kreme coffee bean. I'm just saying, Krispy Kreme happens to sell coffee bean. No coffee. one's going to Krispy Kreme for the coffee. Yeah, I know that's a plus. That's a plus. <laughs> it's not a plus. Nobody wants coffee. They're going there for the donuts. And I think when you're thinking about donuts, they're the top choice. No question. And if you're looking at like the dessert type of fast food places, Krispy Kreme, I was definitely going to take them if they, they I don't know if dropped is the right word, but if my third or fourth pick was there, they were on my list. I wanted Krispy Kreme. So I like what you're doing here, Danny. It's a little high maybe, but it's a good pick. I just had it this morning, so I, I, I'm going to say The only that, thing that is a drawback is, is much like in and out the lines can be ridiculous. Like, I've, I've wanted it, seen the line, and I'm like, no, nah, like, that's not worth the wait. They're always on Groupon, though. I mean, yeah. they're always, you can always get a two dozen for like 12 bucks. It feels like, you know, if you don't have a big family, it's like, I'm just going to kill myself eating 24 donuts. <laughs> you know, I got to find someone to give these to. But if you have a big group and, you know, you're, you know, if we're ever going back in the office or you're going into the office, Krispy Kreme's a great way to go. Yeah, the, the, lines, the lines are long, even more so during the pandemic, for sure, since they're not really opening it up. Uh, shout out to Krispy Kreme, though, because they did, they were one of the fast food chains that would um, provide free donuts during, um, for healthcare workers. So I would yeah, try I to go there. I would try to go there. I know I would, take, I would take advantage of Starbucks and McDonald's deals as well. But I try to go there, like, I would start work at times at, like, six in the morning. I try to go to like at five and the line's like so bad, <laughs> so bad. And so I tried going after work, like around like three at times. And then like, there's like 60 cars waiting for their That's free crazy. donuts. Well, <laughs> this, the bad thing is the fact that I, my hospital is right next to a Krispy Kreme. So like, <laughs> well, so every, you can keep the lookout. You can, you can monitor the traffic at Krispy Kreme. Everyone's going like, there after work. So, but yeah, those melt in your mouth donuts. Like when I went there one time, like maybe like a couple days before the shutdown, they had donuts and they just offered it to me right then and there for free, like, and gave it to me right when it was just made. And it just was so delicious. Yeah. And that's why I took them fellas. So I'm Jose, taking Krispy Kreme with my second pick. Jose, what are you going to do? What are, you got two picks here. It's exciting. What are you going to do? Who's your second pick, Jose, oh, joining man. in and out? Oh, man. Okay. I guess now we're going to start like seeing each other's taste, you know, uh, regarding uh, fast food. But Danny took Chick-fil-A uh, for his first pick. And I feel like I need some chicken. I love chicken. I'm taking Raisin Cane's. And I know what I'm going to get there. Their lines are pretty long, though. That's my only downside, but there's chicken Jose, chips. Where's really Raising Canes? Where are these, where are these Raising Canes? I've heard some good things about them. Where are they in SoCal? <laughs> tell, tell us where they are. They, they actually started getting more. Yeah, uh, they're getting they're, more. They're, they're in random but, places. But, oh, so but they're, they're about to explode. More. No, they're going to explode. They're going to be more. Yeah, more. they okay. were based in Vegas. That's when, when, when I had friends who would go to Vegas. They'd be like, oh, we got to go to Raising Canes when we go to Vegas. But like, 
there's there's a lot more down here. There's actually one like 15 minutes away from my house. So really good chicken strips. Their sauce is pretty good. Their fries are good. They give you they give you the chicken strips with Texas toast and uh, some coleslaw. I just subbed the coleslaw with more Texas toast. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> what, what is it about Texas toast that gets us excited? It's like toast. I don't know. Wait, Texas toast? Yeah, I, I definitely want some of that. What is it? It's just, just bigger and more delicious. It's just, a, it's just a piece of garlic bread that's really <laughs> delicious, but it just it just works really well. It's 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 decently priced, and it's just a really good chicken strip. So, they're my sec. They're my second pick. I feel like this is like when we draft someone from the 70s and I'm like, I don't know. I never watched him. That's how I feel here. I never had a Raising Canes. I, I feel right. like I'm going to try it now. So It's, it's okay. Okay, here's, here's oh, why. Oh, so Daniel, you don't like it. Oh, it's an no, over. You no. got to reach here. I don't, I don't like it. I think it's average. <laughs> like, okay, so here's the deal. Raising Canes is from the South, right? So I think it started in Louisiana. But so they had it all through the South. So when I lived in the South for a bit or when I've gone to the South, me and my brother would have it like when we were driving, we would just pick it up. So to me, it was just kind of fast food average. But I think because it came to California, people who maybe didn't try it before are like, oh man, like this is so good. This applies to like five guys too. I've had five guys elsewhere, like in the East Coast when I lived there. So when five guys came to California, there was like a big thing. And so I think there's some of that still going on with Raising Cane's, like the hype around it. I think their chicken strips are okay. I like the simplicity. I like their sweet tea. I think their sauce is whack. Like if I ever get Raising Cane's, I have to basically drown out the taste with Chick-fil-A sauce. Well, well, Chick-fil-A sauce is better is better at their strips than their own sauce. So That's what I'm saying. So I think to me, if, if I have to... Well, Dan, but, Taylor, but Taylor, you should how, try it though. No, you should the, try it. How's the Diet Coke there, Danny? Is it good? Is it like it's it's good? it's they they put they have the little cubed ice and they always put too much ice in their drinks. Unbelievable. So it's not good. No. Jose, <laughs> <laughs> this is your second pick. You can't pick them. Danny's Danny says it's awful. Don't don't base it on Danny's it's, preference. It's okay. It's okay. Look, will, look at look at other judgment. people. I will withhold judgment. Ask other I trust people. you. I'm going to trust you on this. I'm going to give it a try when we're down there. I'm going to take Nolly there. I will say that they it's are the specifically, it's a restaurant that is for chicken strips. It's for right. chicken strips only. That's the I only want, thing they sell there. I wanted to, if I wanted a chicken sandwich so, though. Taylor, like, if they do that wrong, they're really, yeah. <laughs> they're really if, messing me up. If, if I wanted a chicken item, I would, a specific chicken item for their one product, I'd go to Popeye's for their chicken sandwich. But yeah, is it better I, than Popeye's? Is because Popeye's you could have taken them off the board here. That's yeah, what but, I'm saying. I don't no, know but, if they are. I don't no, know if their but strips it, are better. Here's the thing. I, with Popeye's, I feel like they have the it, the individual product that I like the most. But everything else on there, I'm not a big that's fair fan that's fan fair. of. So yeah. I don't want to take them. But Raising Cane's, like I get, I like what they're known for, which is their chicken strip. So with my third pick, I feel like there's other places that I like more but I don't know if you're going to take them. So I, hopefully I can get them later on, but this is more a nostalgia pick for me. Like something that I just normally would get growing up. I always, I get these coupons for a two for nine bowls and it's Yoshinoya. <laughs> you got the worst team. Just lock it up. Back it up. Hey. Yoshinoya, come on. You're ready to jump the gun here. I know. I, it's, it's, it, this is more nostalgic for me, guys. I just really like Yoshinoya's beef bowl. Like it's just, the fifth pick. Were you really worried I was going to pick Yoshinoya? <laughs> but, you know, I just got to give him some love. I really like their beef Give him some love. We're sorry. T- tell us why you picked them. Yeah. Um, I really like the meatball. The combo is pretty good too. And it's really just the, that, that I like. <laughs> and they get, they get really good coupons. So like you get them in the mail and like, 
You get two of the bowls and two of the combo plates for pretty cheap. So Yoshi don't be pause. Uh, uh, hey, we, gotta, are, we gotta have some controversial look, takes. I'm not hating on Yoshida before. I really reason. like. I really like Yoshida beef bowl, but that's the only thing I like. I only like the beef there. I don't really like anything. I don't like their like honey walnut shrimp. All these other things. Like, look, we're you know, drafting our team here, Jose. You want? You got to get what you want, right? If yeah. That's if you're gonna. If this is all you can eat, he, in he the just world, drafted the Fred five teams. You drafted Hey guys, I have more. On the line here than you guys, you know. I'm probably gonna go out after this and get something to eat. So. <laughs> Would you ever go without Wait. a coupon, or do you need the coupon to go to Yoshinoya? Oh, I have coupons in my fridge, so. But do I, you uh, need the coupon? Could you ever eat there without one? Yeah, I've done it before. Okay, that's fair. But that's asking fair. me now, as a husband and uh, and uh, <laughs> watching my budget, I probably wouldn't go there. All right, so Jose has in and out raising canes and Yoshinoya. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, we are going with diversity here, which I appreciate. I have Chick-fil-A Krispy Kreme. I, I think this has remained on there for too long. And uh, similar to Jose, I have some nostalgia you know, tied to this. But I can't believe it's up here, but I'm going to go with Taco Bell. Taco Bell is just a really solid any time of the day type food. I think their, their breakfast is underrated. You can go in the middle, you know, of the day. You can go at night. I love their tacos. Uh, my grandpa used to take me there once a week. He would get me the kids' meal with the taco. I always used to get it with no lettuce, even though I like lettuce now. Sometimes I still get it with no lettuce and extra cheese because of the nostalgia factor. It always came with like cinnamon twists. So I just really remember that as a kid. Uh, I used to love going there with my grandfather, and so I don't know. Taco Bell is just really good. I feel like I can you can pick anything out of the menu for me and it's going to be like okay like it's not gonna i'm not gonna have a problem with it. it's not gonna be nasty so i think taco bell is well known i think a lot of people know it um in terms of like i said it covers breakfast lunch dinner even late night so and, and it's reasonable you know good price uh, i think a big bonus is I, I tend to like diet pepsi more than diet coke and <laughs> pepsi there so it's awesome do. <laughs> so that, that props to them so i think taco bell is a place that I'm always down to go to. So I'm taking Taco Bell here. Me too. Love it. Anytime I'm driving up and down the coast, like whether I'm going to Southern California or California, I love stopping at Taco Bell. And I just feel like, yeah, it's a lot of nostalgia. You know, I love just getting regular soft tacos there. They just, I just like it. You can get a bunch of different types of things. But I think for me, I think those tacos used to be about like 29 cents, 39 cents. Yeah. They're a lot more expensive now, but. It's a great pick. I was probably going to pick him next. Even with Chipotle, I was going to still pick him. <laughs> so I might be like totally out of, out of nowhere here, but I don't like Taco Bell as much. Oh my so. Gosh. <laughs> so like, I get it. I'm I'm weird. Like I I didn't Taylor, grow up. Can we can we really trust? Wait, this but man? you know what, Jose? You know sometimes we're picking. It doesn't always have to be yeah. your favorite. Like you yeah. can pick like what's best on the board. Danny's going with one of the top. Probably, yeah, but I feel like I'm just going board. with what I I like. I mean I. I <laughs> I grew up. Jose, you, good, developed, yeah, you developed a fast food rubric just to go with your heart. <laughs> yeah. Well, so like I, so growing up, and I'm totally different than everyone else here. I did. I didn't grow up eating Mexican food, right? So like, and this, I know this is barely Mexican food. I'm right? offended. <laughs> yeah. Taco Mexican. Yeah, food. but then if you're gonna like put it in some type of category of what it want, wants to be, sure, it's probably sure. like Mexican food, right? I didn't grow up eating that. Like, I don't eat spicy food. Also. So like th- this thing, 
talk about growing up, it didn't really just appeal to me, you know. So you just so. assumed that it was like Mexican, it's Mexican. Not, it's not yeah, too spicy. yeah. So then, like, even now that yeah, now that I like, I've eaten there before. Like, I just like the Crunchwrap Supreme. That's the only thing I, I it's usually really say. Good. Yeah. It's really good. But other than that, I. I didn't really. I don't but Jose, if you had the Crunchwrap Supreme, you literally have had everything on their menu. <laughs> everything yeah. else just okay. tastes the same. Just a yeah. So, so 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 for me, it's like uh, for me, it's like I don't crave it, so um, it's not really on there. That's fine. That's fine. I remember when, didn't they used to do like a Godzilla game, like where you could peel off? Yes, that one was the Godzilla fun. movies. Remember, yeah, that one. I love when they used to do that. And be like, what am I gonna get? Like same with McDonald's too. Like you know, Monopoly, yeah. some other games. Like I like places like that. All right, so I'm going next here. I believe we mentioned Matthew Broderick's Godzilla. I'm just going with classics. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only one going with classics here. I'm going to be going with two more classics with my next picks here. So You went with Chipotle. You did your classics. <laughs> <laughs> That's not classic. <laughs> All right, so with my next pick, uh, I'm going to keep it easy here. I'm going with Subway. I'm going with Subway. One, you know, I'm trying to stay cost-effective in what I'm doing, but I think, hands down, they have the best – chocolate chip cookie like the best cookie van in the fast food and so i need to get those cookies every Agree time to i disagree like, taylor disagree <laughs> we've, had, we've had chick-fil-a's cookies bro we've had chick-fil-a's cookies oh my well, mcdonald's well, are you serious hold on a second hold on, hold on. before you guys say anything have you guys had the cookies at subway yeah, yeah. okay fair look I, fair. As long chocolate as you guys chip isn't even the best cookie at subway no, it that is. honor belongs to the uh, macadamia. macadamia. No Thank way. you, Jose. You know, you know. <laughs> no, those they're just. I love the undercooked cookie. Like they always like. If sometimes they overcook, it doesn't taste great. But I love that cookie. Then uh, I'm gonna get a bunch of sandwiches, right? You know, I can go with you know what the spicy Italian. I could get chicken bacon ranch. There was coming with a new thing there. I know I'm gonna get them for between five and ten dollars and nowadays because they're probably not doing as well they're bringing back the five dollar foot long here if you buy two so i'm going with the classic here i enjoy the sandwiches they're, they're probably better sandwich places but most of them i wouldn't consider to be fast food so i'm going with subway here and y'all tell me why i'm wrong i don't disagree with your subway pick i disagree with your cookie take that's fair cookies no it's best uh, i like yeah. I'll, I'll mcdonald's i think has the best chocolate chip but all that to say i want to give you props for subway I think what Subway did was they were ahead of the game when it came to like personalizing your meal before Chipotle or like all these like pizza places like, you know, Mod Pizza or Pyology or Blaze, whatever. Um, before Chipotle, you know, Subway was doing that. And so Subway just really has good ingredients. I don't think I've ever like Subway's just a good, safe place to go to. You know what you're going to get. It's always the same everywhere you go. I've never gone to Subway and been like, oh man, I'm super bummed about that or disappointed. You know, I think. Yeah. Hey, Jose, you, you like the pick or no? Yeah, it seems like every time I go to Subway, I'm like super bummed or disappointed. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what are you disappointed? Okay. Jose, you're making your sandwich. What's your what go-to? You Jose, no, what's your, I mean, what's your... uh, it, it, it's cheap. I'm glad that they're bringing back the $5 full log. Um, it's not, I have another sound. I want to actually get the criteria for sandwich places because I have a sandwich place. No, you I, can't I pick, disagree with Taylor. No, I, I no you cannot okay. pick Ike's. You can't pick Ike's, okay? Okay, not no, Ike's, but you can pick, pick, there's Jimmy John's. Oh, sure, gonna, sure, I, wait, sure. I can't pick Ike's? Ike's is on no my way. board. No, Ike's cannot. No, Ike's I would have picked small. Ike's. Are you joking me? Ike's is my favorite sandwich place. Ike's, Ike's is too small. Too. Yeah, Ike's is too small. Yeah, you can't pick Ike's. It's like me picking Alberto's Mexican food, which I hate. That's an example. Dude, these are like there's only like ten of them. It was all that was even my fifth pick right there. I would have picked Ike's just so you know. I love those are still those are still like mom pop. Like they're okay. That's fine. That's fine with me. But okay, 
but Subway, I mean, there's sandwiches that I like there. I, I like their tuna. I like their chicken bacon ranch. Their meatballs. Their meatball subs good too. I also, I just, I also don't like going to places where my side is from. My side is uh, chips. That's fair. No, it's good. I think I, no, I, I, I'm with you on that. That's why my side is always the chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, you want these chips as your side? I was like, all right, fine. Can I get a yeah. soup instead? No, we go to Subway a lot. You, no, you say that, but my, we go to Subway a lot because my wife's favorite chip is actually sold at Subway. It's a uh, Miss Vicky's jalapeno chips. It's one of the few places that has them, and so she they they, they used to sell those cookies for three for a dollar twenty five. And when I was younger, I would just eat all three of those cookies before I ate this. All right, that's good. So I'm almost Subway. Next right, one. So this is Taylor, you have McDonald's, Chipotle, Subway. What's your fourth pick here? <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay classic. I'm gonna get some more nostalgia here, but I'm going with Wendy's with my oh, next pick. Man. And you know, I really wanted to. You know, Danny, you took the Krispy Kreme, so I don't get like the. I was thinking about really going there. I don't like, oh, we can get to the end, which is why I didn't pick the other, like, fast food, like, you know, dessert type place. But I can get a Frosty. I love the chicken nuggets. They're my favorite chicken nuggets of all the fast food places. I think the sea salt fries, the fries are very good. I think the hamburgers are good. You know, they used to do, like, with, like, a baked potato. <laughs> I never had that, but <laughs> they can do some stuff. They can be creative. They got the, the pick four for five or four for four. The um, chili. You got chili. I've always liked the root beer there, Danny. It's always on. It's always, uh, it's always really good. So I'm just going with there. You know, I used to eat it a lot as a kid. I used to love to get the five for 99 cent, right? Like just like a great deal. And I love those nuggets. Like I used to be like, oh, I don't like McDonald's chicken nuggets because I really liked Wendy's. And so going with Wendy's in my next pick. And uh, I think it's pretty good value here in the, fourth, the start of the fourth round. I don't know. It's good value. All right. Uh, no, I, I really like, value. Yeah. All right. I'm no, no, let, let, no, let me go. go ahead, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, I, I like Wendy's. I was going to pick Wendy's. Wendy's is good. Like, it's just a yeah. good place. Like, and, and I used to live next to Wendy's. So I always go there, but here, here's my thing growing up. I was born in the Philippines. So coming here, like the idea of fast foods, like just so new to me. Right. So like, I always thought that Wendy's was high class fast food. Like Mm. It wasn't fast food. Like it's like, it was like a, a really fancy like restaurant <laughs> that we drive through. Like compared to like these other ones, like McDonald's or Burger King and I went to like Wendy's always felt like uh, just really fancy. And it, yeah. It was, well, Dave Thomas was always dressed super nice in those yeah. commercials. Yeah. It's probably cause there was like a bunch of white old people in there. Jose. Their four for four was so good. Frosties are good. Like they have a deal on Frosties. Like you spend like five bucks, you get unlimited Frosties for like a year or something. Yeah, they would give you a little, little keychain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the chili's good. Um, it's a good place. I think they have one of the best value menus of all places. Like, I there's a lot of variety you can get there. I like the bacon cheeseburger, the junior yeah. bacon. I think they, they do some good stuff with that. I like yeah, I, I like the the fresh never frozen. Their quality of their burgers, you can taste it. Like, there's just something about their burgers that I think, to your point, Jose, I think it makes it almost feel like they're they're higher than other fast food places. Their chicken sandwiches, I think, are actually underrated. Mm-hmm. So are their fries. Um, I mean, their chicken nuggets, especially the spicy ones, just super underrated. Those are money. And I really like the chili too. So I, I like this pig Taylor. I actually would have taken Wendy's if you, if you did. Yeah, that's, good to, that's good to know. Hey, they don't cut corners at Wendy's. You know, that's where they get those screw patties. <laughs> so I'm going with, going with guys. Plus, I think Wendy's has a better burger than McDonald's. And so yeah. I think I need to diversify, get a better burger. And Wendy's, I think, checks some of that boxes for me. 
Okay, fellas, I'm going next. I have Chick-fil-A, Krispy Kreme, and Taco Bell so far. I need a burger place here. There's two burger places that, that, I, that I hold in high regard other than the ones that maybe I were already pick. But I think I'm going to go with the bigger chain one here uh, just for kind of maybe name cachet. But I'm going to go with Carl's Jr. I want to go with Carl's Jr. To me, you know, for, for a fast food place, I think that they really try to make it a point to have kind of higher kind of class burgers. You know, they have the $6 burger and they make a big deal out of that. But yeah, I think whenever I go there, like their burgers are always juicy for a fast food place. Um, they're not dry. It seems like they, they actually come out of like the grill, like you can taste it a little bit. So I think that, that that's that's really good. They're, I think their fries are actually underrated. They have some crisp cut fries that are, that are good. And one of my favorite sandwiches there is the spicy chicken sandwich. It's really one of my favorites, it's really good. Same with uh, Jose and coupons, I think Carl's Jr. When you have those coupons, I think it's a good value. To me, they're like an above average fast food burger place, just a little bit, and so I like that. The other place I was thinking about was The Habit here. No. Uh, but The Habit's pretty new. Well, I wouldn't it's, even count it. You can't count The Habit. That's not fast food enough. Okay. I would have I would have voted no because like The Habit is really It's so good. big now, though. It's, yeah, so, no, it's so it's really big good. now. But I, like, that's not fast they're food. They're like that's in like, 10 states. I Googled it because I, no, I thought the same but thing. But it's, it's okay. Not like, it, it, I don't it, think that's it's like becoming, fast food. I mean, like they have drive throughs now. Yeah. Wait, do they really have drive throughs? There's one by my house that has a drive through I mean, I would have picked the habit. I would have right, picked next, the right next to their Carl's Jr. next to Daddy's house. <laughs> I would have, I would have I'm picked a the habit. Jr. And a habit next to each other, Taylor. No, the habit is one of my favorite like burger places. I would have been, I would have been upset. I would have, been, like, di- I would have picked di- them. Yeah. This dilemma that I have right here is one that I have every day of my yeah. life here driving home. But, uh, but okay, that's so fine. Like, I'll take Carl's Jr. And another it's more uh, fast food. In, in other places, it's called Hardee's if you're in the East Coast or in the South. But yeah, Carl's Jr. Solid burger. I think they're they're a little bit better than other places, so I like Carl's here for my burger kind of pick. So it's yeah, Carl's Jr. is pretty good. Um, I had another burger place that I may, may save for later. Hopefully, I can get them. But um, <laughs> well, you, only, you only got two more burgers. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up next, like, well, that's true. He's gonna pick like Big Bob's and wonder why we did. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, what's Man, it called? Their double westerns really good at yeah, our yeah, Carl's yeah. Jr. I don't think their fries are good. They're, they're regular fries. But they do have when you you have to like upgrade to like Chris Cut. Yeah, yeah, and, th- and those curly. are good. Don't they have good curly fries there or no? I don't think they have. They curly. have curly. It's a Chris Cut. Okay, so that's Chris Cut. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so they have a big Carl, which they try to like do like to to counter in and out. It's pretty good. Like it's and there I used to always get a superstar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chicken sandwich is okay there for me, but everything else is pretty good there at, at college. Yeah, they they their barbecue sauce is also underrated. They had one close to our house when I was growing up, and I was really picky. So I used to always get like the star chicken nuggets. Those are, those are actually surprising, not too surprisingly bad, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. And then I finally was like, oh, did I they discontinue you. them? I think they discontinued them too. I have no idea, but they were stars. So it was cool. You know, you could eat like each little like pointy end first and then eat the circle yeah. if you wanted to. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then eventually I upgraded to the famous star over time, but uh, <laughs> I probably, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's, it's, it's a good pick. I think it's nostalgia. I'm glad that you picked them and not the habit because I would have been bitter and I would have been complaining yeah. a lot. So, uh, good, good pick, <laughs> so, Danny. Yeah. So sadly, sadly, I think um, my wife my wife doesn't like Carl's Jr. So I feel like I just haven't. We don't go to Carl's Jr. Um, normally, and it's things because she just doesn't like it. But mm-hmm. if she did, I feel like I would go there a lot more. <laughs> so I'm like, dang. I, so I guess I, when I you do go, you just enjoy it. Yeah, I think I went there I a lot more when I was single. <laughs> that's for sure. Than when I was married. 
All right, Jose. So you have In-N-Out, Raising Cane's, and Yoshinoya. So you have the next two picks here. <laughs> <Are> you taking? <laughs> All right. I'm We're going to judge you too, Jose. We're gonna I'm taking Wingstop here. Wingstop, pretty good wings. I love wings. I, I know I already have a, a chicken tender place with Raising Cane's, but Wingstop's really good. Their garlic parmesan wings are really good. Their barbecue wings are good. Their lemon pepper wings, teriyaki. Little more on the pricier side. My wife loves their fries. I think their fries are pretty good, but she loves their fries. And like I said earlier, top three ranch, you know, Wingstop has really good ranch. And, you know, when Lakers win, I get those boneless, five boneless wings, even though I am a bone-in guy, though, all right? Danny, Danny, I think you're a boneless guy, right? Yeah, I'm a boneless guy. Don't I'm a bone-in guy, but their wings are really, really good. They used to do these things where, like, they'd be cheaper. Their bone-ins on, like, Tuesdays or Wednesdays. They don't do that anymore, but I wish they did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I also want to say I, li- I like the pick in terms of, yeah, you have a lot of chicken on yours. I respect the pick. I agree. I like the fries. The thing where I do it, I think they do have number one, um, maybe one A, one B, in terms of uh, honey mustard. Theirs is so good. I, I like theirs. Them and Red Robin are like my <laughs> ultimate honey mustard places. I, thought you were I just want to swim in buckets of honey mustard when I go to these places. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> those are really good. So I, I don't mind the pick here, Jose. No, it's good. And then I know you didn't. You talked a lot about not liking spicy. I don't like spicy either. So like, so when yeah, you're done, which might be my issue in some areas, but like when you're listening to all the wings, I'm like, yeah, those are the wings that I always get. Cause we don't like spicy. Uh, <laughs> Same here. But I think Danny, we were, the first time I we went to um, wing stuff was with you. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. you can just go by yourself. You don't have to just buy a bunch of wings for everybody. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like such a concept for me, but yeah, it's good. It's a, it's a solid meal, you know? what? And so, you yeah, know, I feel like that's thing. one of my go-to places for, for like parties. So like when I have people over, but I don't feel like I ever get it just like me and, and Alyssa, my wife. I think we just kind of do it when mm-hmm. we have a lot of people over or something. But I like you, got, you got a lot of shooters time. here. You don't really have a lot of defense. Or, you know, <laughs> just, you know, are you going to try to diversify? What are you going here with your last yeah, pick? I'm Jose really nervous. Like chicken strips You're here. all over the place here. I know. Um, Pieces of chicken. Do, and Yoshinoya. I guess you guys kind of see where, where, where I like to go. Also, another thing for like wing stuff, my wife, like she eats like half of her wing. Like she doesn't what? like eat it regularly so she picks at the wing right she'll like she doesn't like it touching touching can you say that can you i think she's like our only listener you can't just you can't say you can't say anything some people some people are like her but i I say it i say it because of this so like when she eats half of her wing she doesn't want to eat the rest of it so i feel like i get another half wing So, so I get when, like so when she orders ten pieces, you know you're getting five. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So yeah, yeah that's what I like. Stuff. Nice. <laughs> Good strategy. Good strategy. <laughs> oh. Maybe we lost a listener there. We'll see. Okay. So what's your last figure, Jose? Uh, it's more nostalgia, and I really like oh. it. My, my... <laughs> more nostalgia. All your pictures nostalgia. Yeah. But I think the quality is pretty good for like a really. It's really you, fast food. Make sure it's you really, end up. You make sure not, you end strong here, Jose. Make sure you value end strong is really here. good. Their value is really good. I think taste is pretty good. Who, who, who tell us who it is? Oh, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Yeah. Marketing is really good. So I grew up. One of the things I loved eating in fast food places was an ultimate cheeseburger. So, for some reason there's just a certain taste about that I just enjoyed. I loved it. So my fifth pick is Jack in a Box. I love Jack in a Box. Their value menu is really good with their tacos. Their what else? Uh, their, their sourdough Jack. Their chicken sandwiches. Their value menu burgers are okay, but they're uh, but 
I mean, they're 99 cents for the most part for a long time. Their Jumbo Jack is good. Just add some cheese on there. They had a really good Oreo shake for a while. Then they started that started doing some crazy stuff with like you know like chicken teriyaki bowls. I didn't really do, but they just started doing these crazy things. Now they that now they're in the they're in chicken nuggets now, but their curly fries are really really good as well. Their fries are pretty good to me too. So Jack in the Box, we used to live right next to a Jack in the Box. So like, if we have any listeners in Chino Hills, like I used to live in like the deep Chino Hills and like Butterfield Ranch, and there was like only one fast food place next to us. Like everywhere else, you'd have to drive like five miles to go to other places. But we just had a Jack in the Box, and it was open late, so we it was open twenty four hours. So we would always go there. Good, good, strong finish here. I think I, I resonate. Number seven, Ultimate Cheeseburger. That's what I would get to. Bacon <laughs> Ultimate. So that was really yeah, solid burger. I would get that a lot in college, and then uh, the two tacos on the side are always legit. So I, I like their tacos, even though they're so oily that you could see yeah. through them. I got my, so delicious. I got my top three ranch places. <laughs> well, honestly, Jose, Jack in the Box is probably your best pick after in and out <laughs> This is like your first good pick. Like, hey, this is – okay, Jose does have some good picks. In yeah, Box. maybe if you would have switched Jack in the Box with Yoshinoya, we'd be happier with this. Yeah, right, like you guys are hating Wingstop, but you haven't tried Raising Cane's, all right? So. No, no, that's fair. No I, think, no, I think that's fair. Look, I love the tacos. You talked about the sourdough Jack, delicious – I talked about their marketing. I used to always be excited every time a Jack in the Box commercial came on. He's I the funniest to, one. So, yeah, He's the best so one. Um, yeah, there's. I think it's good, and you know they get you get the coupons once a week or every other week. So, I think it's just a really strong pick with your last guys, pick, I guys. Like I don't. I don't know where to go tonight. <laughs> But I have some good options. Well, let's, we'll see if me and Taylor give you we're some here. more we gotta options finish, here. We got to finish soon or you're not going to be able to go anywhere. Except for like <laughs> I know. <McDonald's. laughs> I know. Hurry up. You're going to be out for the late night ones. Okay. So I have Chick-fil-A, Krispy Kreme, Taco Bell, Carl's Jr. I'm going to round out my last pick here with more. This is also a little bit of nostalgia, but I feel like it's a solid pick in terms of fast food. Just in terms of quality, and I think I actually my my house uh, that I grew up in was like a block away from this, so I would just walk there and get this, and even my family would send me there on errands to get dinner for my family. So I'm gonna go with El Pollo Loco oh. here with my last pick. I'm gonna go with El Pollo Loco. Just really solid, uh, just good food. You know, for the most part, healthy. It feels like authentic, but not too authentic. Like kind of, you know, you know, mom pop Mexican places. Uh, one of the things that, that, I mean, it's just really simple. I like, I always get their pollo bowl, just really good. One of the other things that I love about El Pollo Loco is they have a really good, <laughs> they have really good horchata. If y'all don't know what that means, uh, it's this Mexican drink that tastes like leftover cinnamon toast crunch milk. <laughs> when, you, when you do cinnamon toast crunch, that leftover milk, that's what horchata tastes like. And they have really good churros. Like their churros are really warm and good. I so second that. I, great, yeah. great churros at El Pollo Loco. El Pollo Loco, I don't know, just good food. It's a great pick, Danny. Yeah. It's an absolutely great pick. When we went there with Melanie, and she's like, we got to go to El Pollo Loco all the time. She always wants to go to El Pollo Loco. We never go, but she's always like gets excited about the, the thought of it. The thing that I love at El Pollo Loco better than any place is they have the best shakes if they're linked up with that Foster Freeze. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. They're so good. Like, best shake yeah if you find an el pollo loco with a foster freeze that's like they have shakes there's there's some el pollo locos that have foster freeze attached to it you get like a churro with ice cream it's like 
Um, yeah, I used to go on the, the one on Balboa in the valley there. I used to just go and get a shake. That's it. Like, I'd be like, mix it, chocolate shake. It's just so good. It's like the best shake. And yeah, you're getting, the, you feel like you're getting a healthy alternative here. Yeah. They got some good options. I think I might have tried to order beef there one time. Um, <laughs> that was not a good move for me. That's like the, I told the in and out story. I feel like that's like the, yeah. similar to what i did except reverse it's called the crazy chicken taylor yeah that's uh, <laughs> that's pretty embarrassing but it's a great last pick i was actually debating between them and another one here so you might have made my decision a little bit easier so yeah. i appreciate that so with that i feel like i'm i'm the opposite regarding a polo like growing up it was nostalgic for me too and my my parents would get it and then we'd get it and it always would be upset because i'm like we should have got kfc instead growing up but then as i got older I'm like, man, no Pollo Loco is actually really good. Like, it's a lot better than KFC to me. So I, I like it. I like a Pollo Loco. I like their sides, the chickens. You know what a Pollo Loco chicken tastes like. So, like, if you had, like, different types of rotisserie chicken, if, they, if you if you took a bite of an, a Pollo Loco chicken, you'd know that this is a Pollo Loco. Just good, really, like yeah, really good rotisserie chicken. Yeah. it's good. All right, Taylor, you're going to end our draft here. You have McDonald's, Chipotle, Subway, and Wendy's. What's your last pick here? And then we'll recap. So I'm not a coffee drinker, so I can't do Starbucks, and I don't like Dunkin' Donuts donuts enough to pick them because I know they have really good coffee there, so they're out. So this one, this is actually a real nostalgia pick for me, Jose. I just saved it for the end. I'm going with Del Taco with my last pick here. I just love, first of all, I love the French fries there. French fries are delicious. They're the one where they wrinkle. What is it called? Yeah, wrinkle cut or whatever. Wrinkle, wrinkle cut, yeah. I used, to always, <laughs> I used to always get like the big fat, steak tacos there and it just felt like i was eating like a giant fluffy tortilla like taco there we also had like the 29 cent tuesdays where you can get those tacos super cheap um i just love del taco for the value they don't really have a lot of them up here in the bay area if at all and so every time i talk about them, I'm like man i love del taco you can stop off on the five what what offer is that like the kellerman offer i think you yeah, can get yeah. del taco there i'm like everyone's stopping off to get in and out i'm going to del taco um <laughs> that's what i want I just love it. It's like my, one of my favorites. So I'm going with Del Taco here with my last pick. I know there might have been some more popular brands left, but this will be my – this is what I want to pick. pick. My, my wife's uh, pregnancy craving has been Del Taco, their uh, chicken quesadilla. She'll ask for it nice. at 1 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Del Taco we, – we have a Del Taco maybe like less than – it's down the block, so it's not far at all. And so she loves Del Taco and yeah, I love their quesadillas. Their tacos are, are legit. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad with the pick. This is another restaurant where I wish my wife liked. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Wait, she, doesn't like she doesn't like Del Taco. She prefer Taco Bell. Like, but I love Del Taco. I, I actually, I like Del Taco. I would play basketball at the 24 hour fitness near my old house. Till like two or three in the morning and then, like, when I was like out of high school. And then afterwards I'm like, man, I'm hungry. It always just be Del Taco. Oh, <laughs> and here's, open at one yeah. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing guys. Remember I told you guys, like I didn't really eat quote unquote, like Mexican food. Right. I would go there to get their cheeseburger. Oh yeah. Super underrated. Yeah, no, Super their underrated. Their cheeseburger yeah, is really good. Yeah. Their dressing and stuff. Yeah. It's really, yeah, good. it's yeah. really, really good. And then, yeah, you're saying fries. Taylor, the fries are okay, but I think what makes it great. Oh, come on. No, let me just tell you what makes I mean, We named really good fries here. But let, what makes it better is the fact that you can get chili chili cheese fries 
at like three in the morning with with yeah. your fries. So like, I think if I ever have to get fries, I have to do chili cheese fries for them. All right, fellas, let's talk about some places that maybe we didn't talk about that people might be upset about. Um, I'll, I'll name some off and y'all can add on. I think Starbucks is one. Yeah, uh, for sure. We all like Starbucks, but I think if there's anyone here who probably would have taken Starbucks, it would have been me. I think I probably like coffee more than both of you all. But I feel like I sort of covered that with the Krispy Kreme. That was kind of my off pick. <laughs> and I wanted to diversify my group. And to me, Taco Bell's not really Mexican. I think El Pollo Loco's more of that. I think Taco Bell's like my kind of wild card. Uh, another one we talked about <laughs> that we, we did talk about it, but we didn't bring up. We, we weren't allowed to do the habits, which is fine. But KFC was left out. Uh, maybe with KFC Popeyes. The reason I didn't pick KFC, and me and my wife have like a theory, we think that people who work at KFC are the people who hate their job most <laughs> across like fast food customer service. Like we've never gone to a KFC like anywhere at any time where like people just don't seem like happy. We've never experienced that like anywhere else. It's just KFC there. That I think to us just kind of leaves us a little bit not down for KFC. You guys mentioned Popeye's. What do you guys think about Popeye's? Yeah, their, their, their chicken sandwich is really good. Um, they used to have a good Tuesday special with like a leg and thigh for like 99 cents. It, it's good. I, other other things, I feel like their sides are okay compared to other places. Their chicken's good though. So I just haven't been there enough. So yeah. like, like I just I didn't feel confident picking them if I hadn't really tried it. We didn't Here. pick any. We didn't pick any pizza places. That's yeah, the, that's the thing. I, I I like pizza. I'm I'm not a big fan of a pizza. I don't feel particularly. Yeah, same same with me, Danny. Yeah, I don't feel particular. I think that if you ask me to rank pizza, I could probably do that. I think like maybe Domino's maybe. Yeah, Domino's, I don't know. Domino's when they've, they've changed as they've like sort yeah, of changed. Yeah, Do- Domino's has changed. Better. I I used to yeah, not like good. Domino's, but yeah. for me, nostalgic pizza would be Pizza Hut. I love Pizza Hut. Yeah, I think Domino's has gotten better, but yeah, I don't feel strongly about a pizza place. Especially um, for fast food. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like, hey, I have to take this. Um, yeah. For best food. Here, here's one, though. I, I want to get your all take on this because I think this one's important. Everywhere I look, this place was top five at sometimes even like top three when I when we did research. But I feel I don't know if it's a California thing that this place doesn't do well, but Burger King was not on our list. What do you all make of that? Because Burger King is so high. I thought, Jose was gonna, I thought Jose was going to take him when he was talking about, and then he went with Jack in the Box. And I was like, oh, yeah, Jack in the Box is a good pick. Um, yeah, what, what do you all think about that? Where's your um, take on Burger King? So Burger King, I feel like there is some similarities to Carl's Jr. as far as, like, the type of burger. Like, uh, a Whopper kind of tastes similar to, no, like, no way. just as far as, like. No, it does. I'm with you it on does. Like, <laughs> it, tastes, it tastes similar to, like, their famous star. And it, but I think Carl's Jr. is better with that. Mm. But, like. Cause it's it's a I think it's char grilled right or something like that right both of right. the burgers are kind of like yeah. that. Burger King used to have the best fry I thought, and then they used to market that that they have the best fry with the Mr. Potato Head, um, <laughs> and it it, it kind of dropped off. There aren't that many Burger Kings around me, and I did like their chicken sandwich, their long one. It's like a long chicken sandwich, but other stuff I didn't really like. So just don't like them, Danny. I just don't yeah. like the you know the Burger King. It's not one of my favorites. I actually don't like the fry at all. I would if someone got me a Whopper, I, I'd be I wouldn't be upset. That's for sure. But in terms of on the board, what I like, it just wasn't in my top. Because you saw the same thing with um, with Five Guys. That was really high everywhere too. 
Yeah. And we didn't pick them either. And Five Guys is way better than Burger King. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't actually remember the last. I, I don't know if any of you are, are listeners. And if you don't live in California, you're not aware of this. But I think for me, the places I've lived at, like, there's been actual, like, Burger Kings that have gone out of business here in California. So I don't know if it's a California thing <laughs> where Burger yeah. Kings are just not as popular. Like, I think the only places that you'll kind of have Burger Kings are kind of like in the inner city. Like, that's really like, I think in the suburbs, at least in here and like a bunch of other places, like it's gone. A lot of the Burger Kings are out of business. Cause I think for me, and I think even for me, when I lived in the city, there was Burger Kings there, but I would actually have picked any one of these 15 places before Burger King. There's actually like, I don't know if you guys seen this, there's a commercial that's out right now, which I like. I think the commercials like I don't like the commercial, but it's a Burger King commercial where there's like people are trying out Burger King, like these random strangers are trying out Burger King, and you're like getting free deals or like a or a buy one get one Whopper or something like that, right? Yeah. But you notice that each person is in the same car, like as they go through the drive-through. <laughs> like it's like oh, they were just random strangers, uh, but they drive the same car. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, some other ones here, real quick. Uh, we don't we don't have a Dairy Queen here really in in California. They're not like Dairy Queen restaurants. There's a few, but they're not really common. An, another about, one that was really big was Arby's. Oh yeah, I don't I, I don't try too. Arby's. Apparently they have really good fries, and they have I mean, they've got, they've got some funny commercials. <laughs> they have their roast funny. beef, right? Yeah, yeah they get some good stuff. What about Panda Express? I like Panda, but I mean, would that, I don't is, know. is that uh, fast food? Yeah, we can't say. I think Melody knows the owner. I think he's like a. Where am I thinking? Like Diamond Bar area. That's where they live and stuff. So in your neck of the woods, guys. Yeah. He's, uh, a, great, he's a great guy. I, I mean, love, you, I love you picked Yoshinoya. You picked I love Yoshinoya. Asian food, guys. So Yoshinoya was the worst pick. That is like, that is like the worst pick. Like, no, I, I, I would have accepted Yoshinoya. Fifty. I, 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 I don't even know if they're in the top fifty. I would have accepted Yoshinoya. This is this is. I don't have like a ranking of like. Oh, these are the best, like what America picks, kind of thing. You know, like there's no one that I like, and like I can't think of anyone who would have picked Yoshinoya in their top seven. I mean, I think you haven't been there in your top seven. I like Yoshinoya. Yoshinoya would been good. I like Yoshinoya. Annie, would you have taken Yoshinoya with the seventh pick? Maybe my fifth if it was like wild. Did you have them on your board? No, I had I had I had I had them on leaving out. I had I thought we were going to leave them out, so I wanted just to talk about them. Jose, I apologize. No, I'm wrong. Like there's things that you guys chose that I wouldn't pick, like Krispy Kreme, Taco Bell, like Subway. Like, but that's just my preference. Like, I get that a lot of people like those places. It's just like okay, like I wouldn't go to those places. So I'm going to hold you to that Krispy Kreme comment. (laughs) No, like whenever anyone has Krispy Kreme, like I'll eat it, but I I don't go out of my way to get it. I think yeah. I think my team has the most versatility, for sure. You lost it with your first pick. <laughs> all the versatility. You hit it. McDonald's is a classic. You know the kids you're, love it. The your thing wins like, if you're trying to franchise. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we we should end soon because my places are about to close soon. All right, so just a quick recap here. Uh, Jose got in and out. Raising Cane, Yoshinoya, Wingstop, Jack in the Box. Any any last takes here on your team? I'll go first. I'm either going to go to In-N-Out or Jack in the Box right now. So, <laughs> oh, but actually, because I think the Yoshinoya is already closed near me. So that's the reason why. <laughs> but Taylor, you got to try Raising Cane's. I know Danny yeah, doesn't like it as much. List. Just try it's on my it. list. I'm uh, definitely going to try I, it. I think it's pretty good. I, Wingstop's good. Uh, but yeah, this this whole process has made me really hungry though. So, so I got Chick-fil-A, Krispy Kreme, Taco Bell, Carl's Jr., El Pollo Loco. I, I'm happy with my team. And here's why. I think... I have the variety here. I also feel like I have quality uh, for the most part. 
And, and I just think if, if, if anybody ever got like anything from this, what happened daily? Quality. You just said Taco Bell, Carl's Jr. <laughs> Talk about quality. Okay, man. No, keep going. Fine. You can take quality. You no, take I don't quality. have the quality either. I don't think any. I mean, I in terms of fast food, we have to have a yeah. quality standard. No, you got a boy uh, loco and you have Chick-fil-A and those are, those are higher yeah. tier for sure. But okay. So I, I, if anyone ever got anything from any of these places, like I would be okay, like eating it. I wouldn't re- ever reject anything from these places. I'm happy with it. I think that these are places that I feel most folks who look at this list recognize and be like, yeah, those are all good places that I could go to and enjoy. Taylor, you have McDonald's, Chipotle, Subway, Wendy's, and Del Taco. I think it's a good squad. I mean, maybe my Del Taco pick could have been a little bit of a reach, but I got four high quality fast food. You know, they're going to be everywhere. You know, anywhere you go, you're going to see a Subway and you're going to see McDonald's. That's for sure. So. High, 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 high quality McDonald's, says Taylor. But you know what? <laughs> hey, all you want. And Del Taco. McDonald's, <laughs> McDonald's is always there when you need them. Like, if you they, need McDonald's, they are there. on a they trip are there. and you're they're like, there. or you're at the, the airport and you're just like, man, I need something. McDonald's, they're always there when you need them. They are, they are reliable. Doesn't matter what time of the day. So They're reliable to yeah. give you a B minus effort. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, come well. on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Show the, give them the respect they deserve here. McDonald's is an all-time yeah. classic. Golden Arches, man. It's a, it's a, it's also a California favorite. They're probably I mean, in Iceland here. It was they founded McDonald's here. Is in I, they're in Iceland. Download okay. the app, fellas. You, you'll get more out of your McDonald's since <laughs> you guys That's like true. it. All right, all right. Well, fellas, I think uh, we probably spent more time drafting food and discussing food than the Eastern Conference, but that's okay. Uh, we're going to do the Western Conference here uh, soon, so we're excited about doing that podcast as well. I think for that one, we're going to be talking about our favorite TV shows. So I'm excited for that. But it was great hanging out with you all talking about the Eastern Conference. We're excited for playoff basketball. Thank you all for for joining us. Again, if you would like to follow us on Instagram, our Instagram is with the first pick podcast. That's uh, first with a one and ST with the first pick podcast. Or you can email us at Gmail with any comments, questions or suggestions at with the first pick podcast at gmail.com. Also on our Instagram, make sure to DM us your email. We would love for you all to join our playoff pool. See if you all can beat us. Um, in light of our faster thing, we are offering <laughs> uh, $20 uh, for, to the winner. We can give it in a gift card. We can even Venmo it to you, whatever way you want to take it. We hope you can buy fast food with it. You can do whatever you want with it. Uh, but let's see if you can try to beat us here in the pool. Uh, we'd love for you to join that. Thank you again for joining. We appreciate it and we'll see you next time.